It's the Bob and Tom Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the man song. He's the man. I don't take no crap from anybody else but you. I wear the pants around here when I finish with your laundry. Because I'm a guy you don't want to fight. When I say jump, you say yeah, right. I'm the man of this house until you get home. He's the man. He's the man. What I say goes around here, right out the window. <laughs> and I don't want to hear a lot of whining, so I'll shut up. <laughs> the sooner you learn who's boss around here, the sooner you can give me my orders, dear. Because I'm head honcho around here, but call him my head. He's the man. He's the man. And I can have sex any time that you want. <laughs> Because I'm a man who has needs, but they're not that important. <laughs> and don't expect any flowers from me, because if I'm not mistaken, you prefer jewelry. <laughs> I'm the king of my castle when you're not around. <laughs> He's the man. He's the man. And I'll drink and watch sports whenever I want to get in trouble. <laughs> and I'll come home when I'm good and ready to sleep on the couch. Because <laughs> a man's got to do what a man's got to do. And I'm going to do what you tell me to. Because I'm top dog around here. But I've been neutered. He's the man. He's the man. You the man. You the man. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. Careful, behave, behave. From guest, guest. The Napa Auto Parts Studios. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Take your seats, please. Hello there, Tom. Jake. Hello there, Christy. Hello I'll there. Say hello. On behalf of Christy, I'll hey, say hello. Jake. Hello, Ace. Time to rock. Time to rock. Ace, Ace, guess. seriously, that was really a mild time to rock. No, it's a lack of a matter of fact time to We've rock. We've got a guest. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, the one, the only, Frank Caliendo. Yay! About time. <laughs> like, there they go. There we woke them up. Please. Please, everybody, sit. Frank Caliendo, come on. Oh, come on, you're going to make it. Also, uh, the mayor, Drew Hastings, will be uh, on the... Uh, on the blower today, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> how come that's that, that phrase has left our culture on, on the blower? I have a guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just calls. Yeah, yeah, these days, if you're on the blower, you're going to end up in the in court <laughs> in the brink. In <laughs> <laughs> the hooskow. The hooskow. Remember the hooskow? Isn't that my, more my, your mom liked the my hooskow? Mom, my mom always called it the hooskow. Yeah, Frank uh, hooskow. You know what that means? Uh, I'm thinking prison type right. of. Never, it must have been because that was a synonym uh, factory that was going the on there. Yep. Your yep. Uh, your folks didn't use the term husko with reference to your brother. Uh, no, I don't I'll dig I don't, there. I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was a shock. <laughs> I'm <laughs> we're, kidding. We're Italian. I mean, you know. Frank's um, brother is not in in, in prison <laughs> as we speak. Hey, we don't know. We don't know what happened last night. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think they ever talked about jail much. <laughs> Really? No, 
I mean, as an Italian family, you kind of just try to avoid it. I see now. <laughs> it's vacation. Now, uh, was the phrase in stir used in your place, huh, Josh? Did your dad ever... Uh... I don't think he ever said in stir, no. Mm-hmm. Just jail? No, I only have one brother that ever went to jail. Big house? Big house or just jail? No, it was just jail. It wasn't was, the big house. Was it the wiseacre, Joey, or should we <laughs> should we speculate from yesterday's show? It was not Joe. Okay. Yeah. Okay, once again... Uh, uh, you had a we, brother that went to jail? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you go to jail for? Uh, Can you talk about it? Probably yeah. not a good idea to review this, I'm guessing. Oh, it was probably I'm, a silly thing. It wasn't like murder one or something. No, no, it, it wasn't. Because no, it wasn't the big house. <laughs> oh, that's, it, why, that's why I thought it would be okay. To right, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't real major. The problem it's was that he, he represented himself. The problem is he got caught. When he went in front of the <laughs> judge. Yeah. One of those guys. Huh? He re- uh. <laughs> and he's not, he wasn't cocky about it. He was just like, I, I, I've i already made some changes, and I think I can just tell the judge. And the judge, <laughs> said, no, you're, you're going to prison. <laughs> how, long, how long did he go to the Who's Scout He, he was for? in there for about three weeks. Wow. Something like that. So is, it, is it prison for three weeks or jail? No, yeah. I, it was jail. jail. Yeah, okay. it was jail. Yeah. And so uh, my dad said he event- he finally did get to scratch something off his bucket list, which was talking to somebody through the glass. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just like in the movie. Put the hand up. Hand up, hand in hand. Yeah, I don't know if they did that. <laughs> little mime work. Did he insist you put your breast up to the glass like in Midnight Express when you went to visit? Yes, my brother and dad have an incestuous relationship. <laughs> that See, they, now, uh, now it turns ugly. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's why. Does. Maybe that's really why he went to jail. <laughs> it could be. That's all false. Awesome. I'm sorry. I apologize for the slander. Hooskow, um, a fine old American slang term for jail, still widely known today. Most people connect it with the Wild West and Cowboys. First known example, uh, written by Harry Fisher, better known as Bud, and one of his early Mutt and Jeff cartoons wow, that's, of 1908. Oh I remember Mutt and Jeff. I remember as a kid thinking, boy, this is really not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that and Andy Cap. Uh, yeah, what about Mary Word? <laughs> glorifying a squat alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, the, the Longhorns <laughs> celebrating domestic abuse. <laughs> Apartment yeah. 3G, remember that? A lot of those, you know, remember those, Gilthorpe, the, uh, the, the sports one. I don't remember Gilthorpe. Oh, yeah, it was a sports one. I remember Tank McNamara, that was a yeah. sports yeah. one. I feel like you guys are making these up. Me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, Gilthorpe. We, we should Tank. introduce our guest, he is the distinguished comedian Frank Caliendo. Yes. Frank is a comedian and impressionist, uh, father of two, and on the verge, right on the verge, your daughter is uh, 11. Uh, yeah, she's brutal. About a year away. <laughs> it's going to start getting real oh, no. interesting. It's she's, real she's a walking Disney one-liner. <laughs> she, she'll just walk up, sucks for you. <laughs> and then she'll do a turn and a look to camera. Yep. And where do you get that? And then I watch Disney Channel. I realize where she's getting it from. <laughs> because it's in Disney Channel, it's amazing. Because... In uh, in that net, on that network, the the young girl always saves the world, <laughs> and it's the you, doesn't matter movie. what the problem is. It, uh, a smile can fix everything. A little, yes. and she's always the one who's got the extra thought. And the parents are stupid. <laughs> and, uh, parents are stupid, and everything on that network, and you just and then you you wonder why your kids look at you like you're an idiot. <laughs> they're, they're ruling. The, they're going to rule the world. Because those movies are all great. Everything on that channel is amazing. Oh, it's, it's and, fantastic. And look, at, look at who now are some of the biggest stars in the world, and they were all Mouseketeers. Yep. There's yeah. about five of them that are yeah, easy, yeah. huge uh, these days. And Justin Timberlake, he was Britney a Mouseketeer. Spears. Gosling, yeah. Gosling, yeah. Oh, Ryan Gosling. Uh, 
Right, he's Nelson. the best. Love him. He's, he's your man. Great actor. Uh, we have Liam uh, Neeson. He was in oh, the, that's, yeah. Liam Neeson, really. Yes, Look, I'm ready. He was he was taking <laughs> captives. <laughs> I've been taken by Mickey Mouse. Yes. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. <laughs> who who would have probably shouldn't have put a nut in my mouth and I said that? <laughs> who would have thought when that guy started his we started, became aware of Liam Neeson that. He would suddenly yeah. be the super badass because uh, it's the phone call from Taken, and uh, every movie he has a trailer for now. He's got a phone. <laughs> and, and he's, like, he's threatening. Yes, mm. it's like that whole thing of uh, they should do telemarketer the movie. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. <laughs> if you're looking for me to take a short survey, I can tell you this: I don't have the time. <laughs> what I do have are a very particular set of skills, <laughs> skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. And if you don't hang up right now, I will find you. I will hunt you down. I, I'm not really going to do any of that. But would you like to buy a bowl? <laughs> oh, Frank Caliendo. I'm, is was Liam Neeson's first big movie Schindler's List? Well, if, if we're no. going to ignore Dark Man, then yes, Schindler's Dark List. Man. I don't remember Dark that Man. One. Well, that's, that's, that's oh, it politi- is well worth that a watch. That sounds politically it? incorrect <laughs> no, to me. It's Sorry. It's completely fine. <laughs> Who was in oh. Dark Man? OJ? Liam Neeson was Dark Time Man. Time Magazine? <laughs> Liam Neeson was Dark Man. Oh. Really? That's a great movie. That, that, was his first, that was his first movie? I don't know. No, I don't know that oh. it was his first movie. It's his first starring role, I believe. Okay. Because he was in, uh, there was a... Steve Martin movie. Leap of Faith. Leap of Faith. He's great which in that. a pretty good movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was in that. Small Town Sheriff. Yeah. Small Town Sheriff, the the uh, preacher. I don't know who you are. <laughs> That's right. I don't know what you want. <laughs> okay, if you're looking to take over this community, I can tell you this. I don't have the time. <laughs> I don't have the time. He threatens Deborah Winger, right? Is she in that, too? He doesn't no. threaten. They, become, yeah, they have right. a love interest. Yeah. Yeah. You, just, you just mentioned Deborah Winger. You know what that means, don't you? What does that mean? Winger? We're, we're going to get a call later on from a certain someone who's going to... Oh, we're going to talk again, about Urban Cowboy? Give us the entire... Which I enjoy every time I hear it. I Floyd love Urban loves Cowboy. Urban Cowboy. In case, you ever, in case you haven't heard the, Pick him up. The, the synopsis <laughs> of the plot of Urban Cowboy. If we mention any of the actors, we get a phone call from someone who tells us the whole story. He's probably sleeping still. So, would you, under any circumstances, it. as an Urban Cowboy, put a, a small license plate in the window uh, behind you as you're driving your car? You know, like we would say, Tom. You know, because he had Bud, right? Sure. Had Tom Bud and, and Kelly forever. Bud and Sissy. <laughs> <laughs> Tom on one side, Kelly um, on the other. I'll be, I'll oh, be honest with you. I am not a vanity plate guy. Mm-hmm. Never had one. I I do have a plate that supports a charity that you pay extra and you get the charity plate. I've I've had that for quite some time, but I don't want to have my name or <laughs> I I do enjoy. It's funny because I enjoy reading others. Me too. M- Trying to figure out what they're saying. You know, yeah, especially when it's stuff like, you know, like uh, you know, d- dentist or mm. you know, just whatever. Man, that was the origination of Twitter. Now that I think about it, you're right. The vanity plate. Yeah, yeah the vanity yeah. plate was set. You had to get something in in seven syllables. Yep. Or seven seven <laughs> uh, symbols. Like baby doc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duval. You know, yeah. But, and the, I like the ones where they get away with something. Vag king. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> you know something subtle. <laughs> so it would be V J V A G K N G. That'd be Vag king. Be- but you know, there's apparently now a national office where they send the uh, all of the states ones to watch out for. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I ha- yeah there's like a, a clearinghouse where they go, hey, watch out for this one because people get away with them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, four twenty, whatever. Uh, they they try to avoid anything. That, Can they take them away once they've given them? 
I I believe they can. It may depend on the state. We've had a bunch of articles about this, but I saw one a couple of years ago that said Mrs. BJ. Hey, good for you. <laughs> Boy, that's that, that's that's not necessarily illegal, but <laughs> right, very very contrary to pretty much every study that I've ever seen. <laughs> I was going to say awesome. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, so it was it this guy's birthday? God. He only gets to put the plate on his birthday once a year. Uh, I'm afraid we've taken the show off the rails. Mm-hmm. Coming up, Mr. Caliendo was our guest, Frank Caliendo, a very fine comedian. Frank on the road. I'll tell you where he's going to be soon. We've got that linked at the Bob and Tom websites, et cetera, et cetera. Um, um, we have a, uh, a, a duty here to help uh, the police. Tom Na- said duty. Name a cat. <laughs> uh, we have uh, the chat, the task. Duty was the one that got you? Of helping the police <laughs> name a kitty cat. Now, uh, okay. we, uh, I, thought we, I thought we settled on Rockford. Oh, I do like that. Rockford. Chick, that wasn't your favorite from yesterday. No. Rockford. No, no, you're like this, Frank. My <laughs> no, favorite no, I won't. yesterday was. Well, no, we have to explain that. Tom the, put the yeah. brakes on everything uh, when the, he said, well, let's name the cat. Well, we have to explain that. J. Edgar Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> J. Edgar Pussy Cat. <laughs> well, no. can you put that on a license plate? No, no don't, don't shy to. away from it now that we have a guest. Yeah. <laughs> don't, no, don't. Yeah. Coming up, we'll explain what, what that actually means. Yeah, oh, of really? course. Yeah, I want subtlety. To remind, remind everybody that. Um, <laughs> that uh, the new Bob and Tom store is found at bobandtomstore.com with the lovely coast-to-coast hoodies, et cetera, et cetera. Speaking of hoodies, up next, Bill Belichick in the news, apparently having a dispute with Gronk and a great story about what not to say while going through TSA at the airport. <laughs> oh, An 11-year-old would know this, but not necessarily someone who plays for the Gronk Green Bay and, Packers. Gronk and Belichick, Belichick, I'd take Gronk if they want to do a pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think so. You oh, think? I'm taking yeah. Belichick. What if, no kidding. Yeah. He's a, it depends. He's a play, sorcerer. Are they, play, are they playing checkers, chess, yeah. or uh, boxing? Fist, fist fight. I, okay. I, I, oh, fist fight. Well, I think I'll, we, we could probably all take Gronk. Uh, up next, this is the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show. We are worldwide on American Forces Radio, coast to coast on great radio stations like this one. We're joined by table tennis aficionado and uh, uh, comedian Frank Caliendo, Frank Caliendo, you know him from uh, Fox, from uh, from you know from ESPN, uh, from this show, maybe Frank Caliendo show, Frank TV, Frank TV. Once again, uh, ruined the baseball playoffs. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you might remember those thirteen <laughs> episodes and sixty five thousand promos. Uh, yeah, still still getting emails about that. Frank on the road, Port Charlotte, Fort Myers, coming up April thirteenth. Give it to me. Northwood, Iowa, April twentieth. The twenty first, Davenport, Iowa. Here then Altoona, Iowa. Yeah. That's Des Moines, pretty much. That's April 22nd, among others, uh, many, many other dates to come. (laughs) The Iowa, those shows are all casinos. And that's, uh, yeah. Um, So those I'm I'm looking forward to. A lot of the the shows that I'm going to be doing, I'm actually going and doing single nights at clubs to go work on a bunch of different stuff. Uh, Brand new comedy um, bits. Dare I ask, are there any new characters in the... uh... No, I'm actually... Well, I'm working on some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about. It's like the family and and stuff like that. I'm actually trying to get away from doing impressions all the time and talk around them a little bit more. And do do, uh, feel like you're going to not do any impressions. I'm like, no, I'll be doing impressions. But some of the thought behind it is... 
just to kind of create and get up there and mess around a lot more too. Because uh, let me ask you, this. are there any impressions that you've been grasping, uh, trying to do that just you are complete failures? That happens constantly. You're going to yeah. do you want to try one? Yeah, on yeah. Let's, do, let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's, let's do, do that. You something got, that he doesn't like or is frustrating. That's yeah. a good idea. Something that has good idea, worked. Tom. You got any uh, you got any jokes that don't have punchlines? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh we, we, yeah. We've had a guess what well, those exactly. I've got a whole act. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's one. I don't know. I think I've gone into such a um, a world. I'm trying to think of the word. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't even do a good Joe Pesci. I, I, you know, the, I can't even do it. Like some of the things that you think would be really easy, I, I don't do. And now you better hurry on the Joe Pesci. Right? Yeah, he seems to be not doing Fading as much anymore. Well, I'm sure, I mean, I guess. Oh, you know. not health wise, but uh, professionally. I mean, he's still he's great. He's just kind of semi retired. In the latest Scorsese, though, came came out of retirement for it. Really? Yes. He, Pacino, and De Niro. So that'll be wow. Just oh, scenery oh. chewing. Wow. <laughs> one. What is that? Is that another? Is it another mafia movie? Yeah. Well, it's about a, a hitman. Yeah, it's called the no, I- Irishman. It's about a baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> It's about a talk show host. It's about three, it's about three CPAs. <laughs> yeah. Al Pacino is hey, a talk show host. Did you, ever so. see, did you ever see De Niro as the priest? Well, in, in uh, what was that called? Sleepers? No. No, anybody? We're No Angels I know what you're, with yeah. Sean Penn. I know what he's yeah. talking about. It's about the, it's about the, it's, it's a takeoff of the famous murders. Wasn't it in Philadelphia? No, it's in L.A. Oh, L.A. He's Father Spellacy. Oh. He's terrific. How I mean, do you remember that? And you don't know the names of any of my kids. I don't understand. You have kids? Is there a, yeah, <laughs> don't tell me. Is there a Roger? Yeah, Rogers, uh, Tina, and Willoughby. That's right. Oh, Roger, Willoughby. Pete, and Keith, isn't it? <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. I, I don't know the names of my kids. So I, mean, I, I guess they named after rock people. <laughs> you're saying if you put those three Roger actors, Daltrey, that's a, you put those three actors together, it has to be a mafia movie. Is that kind of the? Uh, either that or one of those you okay, know. See, this is what late age about. comedies. I thought the same exact. Thing. I remember plainly Goodfellas coming out, and I'm going, I'm not going to go see that another mafia movie with those guys. And that, of course, I saw it and I lost my mind. Same thing with <laughs> The Sopranos. I remember yeah. saying in the air, Oh God, another, another mafia, mafia thing. Yeah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. Yep. But hey, you know. That's the way it is with superhero movies, Tom. No, not for me. Sorry. What about superhero mafia movies? Yeah. There you go. That would right. be a lot of fun. Oh, dear what God. about Mamma Mia 2? Let's talk about a real uh, movie. <laughs> that a girl, Christy? <laughs> if you tied me to a chair. You know that trailer that they have where Cher creaks yes, on stage? Yes. Yeah. It, that's supposed to be a big Grand deal. Yeah, you can, you can just see her saying, oil care. <laughs> Somebody coming out and. Squirting her joints. Hey, we were talking about your brother earlier. Yeah, you need to apologize. It's National Sibling Day. Oh, I love all three of my brothers. I brought that up on. They're way you the one who went to jail. Yeah, I love him. I, <laughs> you have to love him the most. Until today, yeah. until today, I don't think we talked about him much. <laughs> they call him I'm AC. Keep bringing him back up. I keep forgetting my nieces and nephews. No, John. John literally went on vacation. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's time so to change the If they're story. listening today, they... Yeah, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Josh. I, I just said his name. The, the movie I was... Oh, man. You, <laughs> may, you, may, did you turn state's evidence? <laughs> we can that's edit like, that out right. for the rebroadcast. Okay, good. Um, that's, that's also that's, golf for state chick. That was what Christmas was like for us. <laughs> Italian family, you get calls. Is there, yeah. is there an only day? No, no, the sibling day. Oh, an only, only, only child, child day? day? Oh, I'm oh, sure I there, bet is. there is. Huh? Or is it every day for only children, right? Is that it? Every we're day is oh, so I'm sorry. We're supposed to all kill ourselves. Because you're, <laughs> oh 
Could we move on? Uh, uh, the movie I'm I was referencing is called True Confessions. Uh, That's it. Great movie. I need to see it. Great movie. Isn't yeah? Uh, go do it now. <laughs> it's it's a, it's about. Ow! I think it, there's a whole thing about what is it the Dahlia? What's the name of the mur- famous? Oh, murder, the Black Dahlia. Dahlia murder. It's really cool. April twelfth. Only Child Day. It's coming up. Oh, jeez. That's it. That's hey, a, what I, day of the week is that? It's a Thursday. Thursdays. This I mean, Thursday. Sorry, you can't have the day off. Uh, <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. I forgot part time. Uh, Frank Caliendo is our guest. <laughs> Frank is uh, hitting Iowa real hard real soon. Well, I got to find out the names of those casinos. I, I got to drop some names here. Well, I'll get them for you. We okay, can, good. Because I'm on. looking at a notebook that has nothing to do with it. I just pulled this notebook out because I was going to have great ideas today, and I'm looking for da- information about my tour dates. And I'm seeing pencil shaving, so I don't understand <laughs> what's Jeez, happening. You know, we all kind of do, one of the things that we'll all do is uh, jot down things. You'll be in your car, and you'll you know, call. And used to be you'd call and leave yourself a message. Now you'd you know, dictate into that thing if you get ideas. And just tell your car. My you, car just talks to me. It's you like know, night stuff. Now, did you ever look at some of those lists and go, okay, I wrote down uh, anal tomato juice. <laughs> what the hell was I thinking? Oh, for God's yeah. sake. Uh, he's, he's really been something lately, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that that... <laughs> That's that's Harlan Williams is just putting together anal tomato. My friend sitting over there with the kumquat broken leg. Jack-o-lantern You ever seen him live? God, he's the, he he's, oh, he's he can, unbelievable. He can yeah. talk to the audience for an hour. Yes, and it's he's 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 just he's just the greatest. We had Frank Caliendo come in so we could talk about the quality of other comedians in their live shows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love doing it. That's because that's what I'm trying to find myself on stage. And you know, you 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 meet people. It's like when you work with Dave Attell as a comedian. Anybody who's ever worked with Dave Attell, by the end of the week, if it's a club, all three comedians are talking like Dave Attell. Hmm, yeah, sounds goody good. Okie dokie. What do you say we go for a ridey ride on the Princey Prince? Hmm, yeah. Who's the guy that comes Brian in? Brian Regan, I, I always... Oh, yeah, gonna, 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 gonna go over there now. That's special. Yeah, I, I had and, no idea he was even gonna bring it up, okay? And who's the guy when he comes in, or James, um, we always start... Conley, James P. Conley. James P. Conley. Conley. Yes. Oh, he's great always too. talked like this. I don't know. Well, it's, and it's, Andy Kindler. Yeah, it's and and Tommy Johnigan too. People do that a lot. Oh, this is getting scary. Yeah, uh, guy, uh, Norm McDonald. That's yeah. Guy, uh, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people do that one. You know, uh, <laughs> you ever been to the? Uh, <laughs> he's amazing because he can talk about nothing, yep. and you're just amazed because he he talks about the obvious. He's that's why I find him to be the most brilliant guy in the world because he'll be like, "You ever go to the? Uh, you ever been to the? Uh, you know the uh, the grocery store? You guys have one of those? <laughs> and they uh, at the grocery store they have uh, you know they've got the uh, the groceries right. <laughs> so I was walking in one of those uh, aisles, you know, and uh, there's a guy putting stuff up, <laughs> and I said, uh, "Hey, do you work here?" And he was like, "No." <laughs> for some reason it's unbelievably funny and, yeah. he, he, and then he's got he's the only guy who can leave you with nothing but then have the most brilliant joke like two lines later and you're going this is a mix of everything it's incredible <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh you ever got to the uh 
grocery store? <laughs> you just did that one, Norm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a different store. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Frank Caliendo, once again, uh, we'll give you the uh, Iowa, the tour. Northwood, Iowa, Davenport, Iowa, and Altoona. That's pretty much greater Des Moines. Now, Chick, you were saying off the air that there is a stand-up comedian named Al Tuna. I was wondering why there isn't a stand-up comedian named Al Tuna who does all fish jokes. It has to be all fish jokes. Fish stick, if you will. Oh, nice. Oh. Fish stick, yeah, that's a good one. How do they, how do they pay him? Oh, scale. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Al Tuna. I'm here for, I'm here for not for long. I'm getting scale. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we could do this all here day we go. until we start shooting <laughs> each Until we start shooting each I'm sorry. I'm here have... all week. Try the worms. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a We're pun, really but it's... You know, yes. we, have some, uh, we have some sports I gather we're going to dip our toes into. Yeah, real into. quick, uh, honest sports. LeBron James, 26, 11 assists. Cavaliers beat the Knicks. What doesn't everybody? 23-109 and clinch the NBA Central Division title. The Oklahoma City Thunder, San Antonio Spurs, and New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans are in the playoffs, people. All right. What do you think of that? Uh, Nuggets and Timberwolves remain tied for the final Western Conference playoff. Slot. Sorry, Christy. They play tomorrow night. <laughs> and with I, I Baltimore, no idea what that means, Christy. With Baltimore temperatures okay. hovering Baltimore around worse, believe me. Uh, 40 degrees, a naked jogger may have pruned... But he certainly proved to be no prude. The Baltimore Sun reports that the sight of the naked man jogging through downtown Baltimore jolted commuters during yesterday's morning rush hour. In addition to no clothes, the man didn't have any shoes on as he slowly trotted past a hospital in the courthouse. My God. Witnesses report the man didn't seem lost or confused. An attorney says he stopped at a traffic light five to ten feet from the guy. Baltimore police say officers drove up the street in response to several 911 calls, but the man had disappeared evading indecent exposure what is it about people wanting to get naked all the time now you see the thing at the cosby trial yeah she was an actress on the show yeah she was an extra or something some lady she did a topless protest yeah really charged him essentially Mm -hmm. she said she wanted to make him feel uncomfortable the way he's making everyone feel uncomfortable or something Uh, did you and apparently uh sadly apparently regardless of your feelings about the man he apparently has gone mostly blind oh really so, but then they said in this thing he was squinting to catch a glimpse of her. So, I guess. God, oh my God! Wow. Altoona, ladies and gentlemen. Who, who would have thought ten years ago that Bill Cosby would be constantly on trial and Donald Trump would be president? No joke. That's it's it's, a it's crazy amazing. world. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, um, do you have the story about Baker Mayfield met a psychic? Oklahoma Sooners quarterback. Well. He's going to be an NFL quarterback for somebody. Baker met with a psychic who said that he will get drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, really? In a video tweeted by the NFL. And initially... <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> well, why would the NFL give credit? You know, yeah. uh, we'll yeah, no this joke. Out. Uh, I know the GM of uh, the Cardinals. The, oh, I bet you do. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, his son plays on our flag football team, oh, uh, okay. Carson Kime. His kids are all named at Carson uh, it's Brady and Warner. Those are his kids. Wow. Really? And oh daughter God. Sloan. I think oh. he was at Ferris Bueller's day off. <laughs> but no, Carson, All Brady. quarterbacks. He wants a quarterback, huh? Yeah, Brady and Warner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that could go so bad yeah. on you, though. Things could go so wrong if you did that. What do you mean? 
Well, I'm, I'll, I'll probably not review it. My my, this is my son OJ. Uh, quarterbacks. I mean, well, oh, I'm sorry. How many yeah. times is that going to happen? <laughs> a former a Hall of Fame Let's running hope back. Never again. Anyway, and initially skeptical, Mayfield uh, sat down with Leanne Cornell of the Pyramid of Enlightenment. Oh, who says he will have success in his first season with Arizona as a lot as well as a lot of money in the future? Mayfield then chooses from a set of cards to reveal. Cornell's prediction that he will be picked by the Arizona Cardinals. At the end of the video, Cornell also claims Mayfield is destined to go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. There you As go. a fan. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. did not say he would be playing that's necessarily. Right. I'm sorry. What was the name of the lady that's the psychic? Uh, um, I think she's famous. Leanne Cornell? Yeah, Leanne Cornell. Yeah, she's the one um, who gives um, uh, Tom Brady the uh, transfusions of unicorn blood. Oh, okay. Yeah, being so she's, season. Yeah, she's famous. Um, speaking who's, of who's, our the, who's the ESPN NFL favorite. draft guy that you you know your friends? Mel Kiper. Mel Kiper. Pop, 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 pop. Did you got any tarot cards? <laughs> got any tarot cards? We'll do, 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 read those things. Try and figure out what's going to happen in the future. Baker Mayfield going to Arizona Cardinals someday. Going to be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you like this, Leanne Cornell, right? He's, she's got a good. Motor. The tremendous ability, seen of the future, knows exactly what's going on. Kind of a no. Nostradamus. <laughs> Do you suppose that he'll, uh, Mr. Kuiper, will uh, read this story today? And uh, this is this is his this is his Christmas season, right? This is all he's about. Yeah, he's on every trip. day. It seems like on ESPN. I would assume that he's. Don't. But he's. You I guys haven't have, seen him as much recently as I've said, like Todd, Todd McShay. Todd McShay came on the other day, and um, he broke the rules. Of the that he had trades in his draft, his mock draft, oh. and Mel, I, I was on the air with Mel the other day, and I was like, "Were you really mad?" He's like, "He broke the rules. You're not allowed to have. You're not allowed to have trades. There's, right. a, there's no trades going on. That's Todd McShay trying to get under my skin, ruin my day." <laughs> and you said he's the nicest, super guy. nice. He's it's like reverse Superman. He puts on the glasses and he becomes this crazy guy. But in behind the scenes, he's super sweet. He's like. How you doing? You're right. I'll bring you into the studio. We'll do, 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 you know, go get a coffee together. It'll be a tremendous time. <laughs> but then he gets on TV. He's like, that's a stupid answer. Nobody will ever do anything like that. <laughs> and I said to his wife, he's got this beautiful wife, beautiful daughter. And I was like, what is the deal? And his wife was like, I know. I don't know who he is on television. He's a, just a different person. But he oh. created... Mel Kuyper Jr. created the whole industry that is the draft. This is a guy... Who was in his basement? Just everybody laughed at him and said, "You're you're talking about future NFL players, and this is a time no, you know none of this was televised." I'm actually talking like I'm not even trying to do it. Right now. <laughs> now it's become a giant event. It's sure. millions of people. Yeah. It's, don't it's, they sell it to various cities? Well, cities are bidding. It's in Dallas this year. Cities are bid on it like the Super Bowl to, have, to host the draft. How far away is it? Uh, last Dallas? Week, last week in April. <laughs> yes, yes. How far away is Dallas, though? Thank you. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm getting into it, guys. Last Thursday in April, <laughs> yeah. whatever number I'm going to be here I three like days. i got to have a lot yeah. of bad I jokes. Like <laughs> Not all of us can be Altoona. Okay. <laughs> I think it's Prairie Meadows is the casino in Altoona. Oh. Yes, Prairie Meadows. Mm-hmm. You got it. I'm at a Diamond Joe of Prairie Meadows. <laughs> These Tremendous are great casinos. Yes. Davenport. Davenport's got a, I can't remember the name of the Davenport Casino. That's doing great promotion right now. Prairie Meadows. Caliendo, look at ahead. In El Tuna. Okay. Bill Belichick reportedly mocked Rob Gronkowski in front of the entire team for using Tom Brady's TB12 training method. 
Gronk trained with Brady's body coach Alex Guerrero, who was banned from the team last season. Remember that? And according to the uh, Boston Herald, the tight end believes it provided him with better mobility. Pat's coach Bill Belichick hates Guerrero. Sources. I'm not a fan. <laughs> sources said that early in the season, Belichick openly chastised Gronkowski for being a TB12 client. But he coach says it make coach make Gronk sad. <laughs> why does it? Why does he hate Guerrero now? The trainer. What's the deal? Well, there? it's outside of the team for starters. And I, Belichick, yeah, is, Belichick is like a completely control freak. Yeah, yeah beyond lot. control freak, and it's yeah. worked up until now. This this last Super Bowl, it's they, chipping away. It's, yeah, they they finally. The millennials aren't having anything to do with it. I think, but it's okay. It's okay. TB twelve is okay for Tom you know what? Brady, the, I I we talked about this when I, uh, the Patriots and Belichick hired consultants to meet with Brady and the the newest members of the team as kind of a liaison between the younger generation and Tom Brady, so he could understand the new basically kids joining the team. They went. That was amazing. The, the, they don't leave anything to chance. They helped Brady talk to the. No, no, we did. We, uh, we hired a guy to teach him how to play Fortnite. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you, know what, you know what Fortnite is? Christian? Nope. It's a drug. It is. That's the, what it is. It is. This game has taken over the world. What is it? Is it's it a video, video game? game? It's well, like, you can only yeah. play it once in a month, all right? No, uh, no, every Fortnite. It, no, here's what they did. They made it free. They oh. gave away the game, and then you buy things inside the game. I see my son Joey. Twice a day now, yeah, and that's to eat. Uh-huh. And he doesn't even grab all the food if he can't get out, get in and get out. He plays the neighbor, and the neighbor's two houses away, <laughs> and they're on headsets. And they're on headsets. They can't talk to each. They can't look each other in the eye, but they can have. And this is this is listening to my son in his room playing Fortnite. Yeah, what day you're dead? Boy, you're dead. <laughs> all until two in the morning. Wow. I mean, it's insane. And all the kids. This is taking over the world, just, and it's very recent. Hmm. The last maybe six months, it's just crazy. Play free now. Yep. And now, all Mm -hmm. the, now, like, professional athletes are getting on it. And when they're playing, that becomes a big deal. So, this is the new Pokemon Go kind of thing? Bigger. Or the new Minecraft? Minecraft, yeah. yeah there well, you go. build little bits of, in this, too. It's okay. not that much of building, but you build a hut or whatever, and they. I can't believe the addiction level. I've never seen anything like it. The kids are going to soccer tournaments, bringing their Xboxes, and playing in their downtime. What? I I wow. can't believe how much peak. They Meanwhile, Tom Brady is going to Zumba class. they got to teach him to talk to the kids. We do the same thing. We'll have one of our kids in here. It'll be a Jessica Alsman. She's mm-hmm. our uh, – She's a, she'll – she can probably tell us all about Fortnite. She probably plays. Yeah, coming up also, the mayor, Drew Hastings, will be our guest, hanging out with comedian Frank Caliendo. Frank uh, doing a big Iowa swing. We'll give you the details on all the casinos where you can find Frank it, just around the corner. And uh, up next, Chick, do you have a uh, sports Don't make season? a joke at the airport. Oh, just yeah. don't do it. Never a good idea. Green Bay Packer. Things go badly going through TSA next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. We are calling you from the Napa Auto Parts studios. Oh, wait a minute. We're not calling you. You're, 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 this is the radio. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. Uh, once again, we have as a guest comedian Frank Caliendo. Come on! Give me a little something. Yeah! yeah. Just, I, I felt like it was, that was a long... That was like 30 seconds in my head like nobody's clapping. <laughs> Frank is uh, doing the little tour. Big tour. 
Uh, Frank's doing a huge tour. It's I'm just going to dis- disagree with everything Tom says. That'll be like <laughs> the rest of you. Okay. Uh, how would John Madden describe this tour? I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, go from place to place, and you're going to be in Iowa. <laughs> okay. Uh, Port Charlotte, Florida, coming up on the 13th of April. April 20th, Northwood, Iowa, the 21st, Davenport, Iowa, and the 22nd. Altoona, Iowa, yes. I'm going to give those casino names, because you you're avoiding, you keep saying you're going to do it. I spent the I'm, last six minutes doing this, Frank. I'm writing it down, believe I me. I feel like you know what you right should do. Who, who, uh, who does your website for you? Is this still your brother? Yeah, my brother Why don't you does call it. Call your brother. Haven't put the names of the they're, casinos. They're on there. Schedule. Diamond no, Joe Worth. I'm looking at it. Tom. Rhythm City. Tom. Davenport. Uh, uh, yeah. No, Rhythm City. Um, and uh, Alt- no, there's you go to. Okay, so go, to, go to FrankOnStage.com. I went to Frank's schedule. That, no, that's ridiculous. Well, no, Why that's, would you go to my schedule to get my schedule? Oh, my God. Um, so where's where's the Northwood Casino? What's in the Northwood? Which one is it? It's an hour and a half south of, because it's Northwood, uh, it's an hour and a half south of Minneapolis. That's confusing. I found out because I needed to figure out, right, the airport like to South go Bend into. is north of here. You know what's not too far from there? The Spam Museum. Oh. Right. Oh, really? And I really recommend I it. I don't care, Josh. <laughs> I'm plugging oh. dates right now. You know how hard it's been to get Tom to do this? He mentions cities like they're water. Yeah, but the Spam Museum is uh, within driving. Is that in a city? Oh, y- y- What city is the Spam Museum in? I, s- I forget the Spam name. Spamville? Oh, Spam oh Museum. Is that like Northfield? Altoona. <laughs> how are ya? <laughs> you? Mean- Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> you mean what you're trying to get me to do is play... Hello there. Oh, God. Oh, that feels good. That's exactly Spam Museum is in Austin, Minnesota. Oh, so close. It's closed now, but we'll open at 10 a.m. Eastern. Or do you Central. Know, I don't know. So do, do, you know uh, do you know whose voice this is, Frank Kelly? And no voice master. Hello there. Recently deceased. Lived a good long life. Uh, hello there. That's uh, very good. Uh, who, uh, I'll give you a hint. Martin and uh, they were Lewis. The, there were the bargain to, basement... Dean Martin and Jerry. That was Jerry Lewis. Am I getting it right? Is it? I think it was Alan. Alan, yeah, Alan and Rossi. Alan, Alan, Alan and Rossi. Yeah. Alan, Alan and Rossi. Alan and Rossi. Sorry, not Martin. Mar- Martin was his Mar- first. Mar- name. Marty Allen and Steve Rossi. Is that mm-hmm. who? It was? Yeah. That was that was, was who? Sixties era. <laughs> See. Oh man. Uh, Rhythm Hello City there. Casino Resort. Are you Davenport. still plugging your shows? I'm yes. trying to because sad. you haven't seemed to get gotten gotten there. Just haven't gotten. Could we get someone on the staff on this? I don't have the kind of time. I have it. Here. I, he's giving you. I, <laughs> I'm naming them. It's like, Tom doesn't even believe those are names of places. Diamond Joe Worth in Northwood, Iowa. Davenport, Iowa's Rhythm City. And then. Uh, Altoona is Prairie Meadow. Yes. Hi there. Okay. I pay, Hi there. I'm paying attention. Yeah, somebody cares <laughs> about on. me. and What was Davenport again? I don't oh know. Oh, my okay, God. We'll move on. That Diamond Joe, though, is real close to that spam museum, Frank. <laughs> there what you a, go. Do they have. <laughs> you know what? Do you they know, have and free I used samples to, at the Spam hey, Museum. Don't you have a nooner to do? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna interview somebody? Davenport is on your own city. <sighs> okay. Um. Well, listen. I landed at one a.m. and I'm here. I just want everybody. Your heart. Yeah. What, there, some yeah. ideas seem a lot better. Oh yeah. On paper. <laughs> on paper. Oh, and when you're there. thinking it through, uh-huh. Aren't you, I'm the king of yeah. I'll do that. And the closer the date gets, oh. oh. 
want to do this. Yeah. I, do I this. have to get on an This is a horrible decision, especially, <laughs> <laughs> especially if I wanted to get dates plugged. Now I realize how hard I, you all have to work with Tom. <laughs> is fishing a sport? Fishing is yeah, a sport. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course it is. A retired wow. Army general in Moorhead City, North Carolina, set a new record yesterday for the largest tuna caught in North Carolina. <laughs> it, was out, it was out tuna. Hi. So let me get this straight. Hey there. For the last 25 minutes, huh? you've been Googling tuna, looking no, for a story. I, I bet was, some uh, good stuff comes up. One of the, my people on my staff sent this to me. According to the North Carolina <laughs> Department of Environmental Quality, Scott Chambers of Townsend, Delaware, caught a tuna weighing 877 pounds. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of sushi. Yeah, yeah, That's a lot of tuna. And wow. here is the uh, – here's. Here's the picture of the tuna, and it's uh, taller than everyone in the picture by about twice. Yeah, that thing's gigantic. Yeah, that's a big tuna. Congratulations, hey, Chick. Could you show it to everybody except for me? Thanks. Was that a, was that in a creek or a lake? Where was that? What do you mean? It was off the coast. It was off of, the coast uh, North of North Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. I was trying to get more information. He didn't really give enough. I, I, when was the last I, time you saw I, a tuna in a North lake? Carolina. Uh, how about this? If Tim Tebow wants to make a return to football, it looks like he's finally got an, an offer on the table. Former, former Gators quarterback. Would even go back to Florida. Tebow's football offer comes from Steve Spurrier, who was officially named as the coach of the Orlando franchise of the Alliance of American Football on Sunday. This is the league that's going to start uh, like two days after the Super Bowl, coming in next year. 2019. Uh, Which league is that with the. That's with uh, Bill Polian, is involved with this oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah. And the son of the. Well, the guy that developed the, all the NFL coverage, what's his name? Ebersol. 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 Oh, yeah. Charlie Ebersol. Yeah. Uh, Tebow's. Uh, and the com- guy from the Steelers. Um, oh, uh, Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. Uh, Spurrier said uh, yesterday that I think Tim knows about our league. He knows he's welcome to come down to Orlando and play. If his baseball career is going well, though, he had a home run first time at bat a couple days ago. He may decide to stick with baseball. So there you go. This it looks like this is. We a have a tuna call. tribute. Do we? We got a couple of them, but this one I really How love. How you doing? It's Al Tuna. Uh, <laughs> this is since who did that? I didn't even see who did We're talking that. tuna. Let's talk tuna. This is. Uh, you did that? Hey, you ventriloquist? This, this, this is Haywood Banks. Here we go. There's a saying in every single. There's a grave in gravy. There's a con in every contract and a cell in celebrity. There's a dump in every dumpling and liver in delivery. There's ointment in appointment and spit in hospitality. <laughs> but there's a tuna, there's a tuna, there's a tuna in every opportunity. <laughs> Chunk light or abacore, guess who's knocking at your door? It's the tuna of opportunity. <laughs> there's a dye in every diet. There's gas in Gaston track there's men in mental illness and ovary and overreact then there's a tuna there's a tuna there's a tuna in every opportunity chunk light or abacore guess who's knocking at your door it's the tuna of opportunity if you take the two A's out of Aardvark, if you take the two L's out of Llama, if you take the two O's out of Ooze, put them all together, they spell Hello. 
<laughs> well, usually Del Monte knocks in the morning. Sometimes Bumblebee in the afternoon. Once in a while, it's Chicken of the Sea after midnight. But it's always Starkest before the dawn. And there's a tuna. There's a tuna. There's a tuna in every opportunity. Chunk light or abacore. Guess who's knocking at your door? It's a tuna of opportunity. Yay! Uh, it's always... Always star kissed before the dawn. Haywood wow. <laughs> Bakes. Um, up next, Chick, do you have a sports teaser? Don't mess around with the uh, airport. Well, that's right. We did get to it. TSA. Watch Gre- your mouth. Green Bay Packer. Bad pr- problems with the TSA. Frank Caliendo hanging with us on his way to the Diamond Joe Worth Casino. Was it worth to see Frank Caliendo? We'll find out. Priceless. That's Diamond. April 20th. Uh, then it's the Rhythm City Casino. And if anyone has rhythm in this room, it's Frank. Yeah, uh, I'm the capital. On the 22nd, it's the Altoona. And Al- who knew there was an Altoona, Iowa? Not everybody. Um, and uh, that's in that's nice to uh, see that, that's the Prairie Meadow Casino. That's all happening. That We're, one in Northfield. That's near the uh, Spam Museum in Austin, Minnesota. Oh, was that yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you know that? I'm gonna sure. look that up. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> look it up. It'd be great for you, Josh. <laughs> and it's the kind you eat, right? Not the not the kind that right. screws up your email, right? Yeah, okay, no, the, good uh, to know. Good Thanks. Kind. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. We are live. That's in, on you, pal. <laughs> we are live in the nap. I watched that happen. I couldn't believe it. Well, Go maybe, ahead, maybe if you were being quiet, I could have gotten it done. I said nothing. We are live in the Napa Auto Parts studios. Why don't you keep trying that? All right. Okay, good. All right. Uh, in, uh, in alphabetical no order. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. Ace. Uh, we're still in alphabet. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we are. Oh, by nicknames? I'm Ab. <laughs> Abs. I'm Aardvark, so I'm even... Oh, wow, I'm AAA Automotive. Oh, you got it, Is that what you're going I'm for? Assbag. They call him the Aardvark, it's Josh Arnold. I'll be Assbag, does that mean I'm first? Yes, Ace, yes. what did you want to say? Uh, I feel finally part of the family. Why? Uh, if you walk through the uh, other part of the building, there's a photo montage, and I'm, I'm in it finally. There you go. Nice! Right. Very Must nice. Must have been a printing error or something. Very, uh, <laughs> very visual and local, but still. By local, you mean it's only in this building. <laughs> right. right. Quick okay. reminder, we are on the radio, unless Tom hasn't told you that. Now you are part of the family. Yes. We, we, will, uh, we will take a photograph of that photograph, and we will put it up somewhere. Welcome back to the program that I mentioned. We're in the Napa Auto Parts studios. In alphabetical order, that's Ace. Hey. That's Chick, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's Frank, Frank Caliendo, comedian, and I'll plug his dates again in a second. Calm down. No, 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 don't feel, you don't, don't feel the need to, Fra- that's Frank, the only reason I'm here. That's Josh, that's Christy, I'm Tom, and Frank is currently having... You think comics come in to have fun? Yeah, Frank is, Frank is <laughs> having... Have you guys been lying to Tom this whole time? Frank has been having his dates early, don't tattooed on his arms so we don't forget April no, no, 20th. No, no, they love you, that's why they come back. Uh, North, yeah. Northwood Casino or Diamond Joe, Alabama. No, I'm sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, it's Diamond Joe, <laughs> Iowa. Diamond it's, Joe Worth. Look at Frank's Look at me. Face. Look at, look at, look I'm, at him. I've been working on my acting skill. <laughs> Who the hell are you? Worst plugs ever. What a, I'll be, you know what? Let's what just, day of the, wait, what, I'll tell you what. I'll do these if you tell me what day of the week April 20th is. April 20th is a Saturday. Is that correct? Anybody? Once again, no research done for Tom. Friday, 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 Friday the sorry, that's wrong. this year. Yeah. No, April, so April 20th is a Friday. Mm. So April 20th. That's what I said. Frank will be at the uh, Diamond, Joe, Diamond Joe Worth Casino in Northwood, Iowa. April 21st, uh, near Davenport. It's the Rhythm City Casino Resort. 
And then April 22nd, near Des Moines in Altoona, Iowa. And who knew there was an Altoona? Is the whole city of Davenport covered in plastic? <laughs> that is silly. I love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, John. You just replaced Tom as my least favorite person. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a suburb called Ottoman. Ottoman. Yes. Uh, formerly, formerly called Hassock. They don't have a regular government. They have an empire. It's no. April 22nd is, uh, okay. what is that? And there's lots of, I'm, I'm going on a, like a single night club tour as well. So I'll be like at the Columbus Funny Bone, Toledo uh, Funny Bone. All the dates are listed on frankonstage.com or go to the Bob and Tom website and it'll uh, direct you. Yeah. It'll direct it'll, it'll So direct what you're saying is during the next break, I have to go to that website and write all these down. No, 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 no. I don't want you to do any work, Tom. <laughs> we have Tom's a lot to hasn't get to. slept since 1987. Uh, Chick so. McGee is at the Bob and Tom uh, sports desk. Here we, we go. If you can't to... make it to Hawaii, an L.A. prison cell will have to do. Green Bay Packers wide receiver Trevor Davis arrested after making a bomb joke. Or a joke about a bomb at Los An- at LAX. Law enforcement sources say the 24-year-old was checking in for a flight at the Hawaiian Airlines ticket counter Sunday morning when he turned to a female companion and said, Did you remember to pack the explosives? Oh, uh, my It's a question, though. <laughs> it's like a Jeopardy answer. That's okay. Yeah. Right? You can't Ridiculous. do that. You know what always happens to me? I'm sure I've told you this before. This is real, and it's... Every time, I, not every time I go through TSA, sometimes when I go through TSA, sometimes one of the TSA agents will go, do, can you do a little Madden for me? John Madden, for those of you who have never heard of me <laughs> uh, and followed my pigeonholing of my career with it. Um, <laughs> but my reaction, I just say something. I don't even think about it. It's just a reflex. And when they somebody says, can you do a little Madden? I go, there you go. Boom. Boom is the wrong thing to say. Uh, and I've done it loudly in TSA oh, and then been like, oh. Uh-oh. Ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Asterix uh, Qbert. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, I, I don't want to say I've gotten away with it, but it's, it's, it's happened to me and done completely on accident. So, so maybe you need another go-to. Yeah. Uh, uh, What's the, your second most famous uh, impression? George Bush? Uh, w? Maybe, yeah, that, Barkley. I mean, there's so many. I'm so good at them. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I, Trump. I, I appreciate Trump. how good you are at them, but what are the, what's the most well-known? I think Trump is the one that because there's new material every day. It's yep. a tremendous amount of material. There's a lot of material. And when you're going through TSA, mention my name. The people love me. They really, <laughs> this is the number one TSA. I love, if you love standing in line for no reason whatsoever, yep. they're going to miss this stuff in the scan. They're going to do an incredible job. A guy, a guy's going to yell at you for not taking his shoes off. This is the place to be. Uh, <laughs> you know whose birthday it is today? Whose? John Madden. No oh, kidding. Really? No way. I'm 198 years old. <laughs> and interestingly enough, he'll be celebrating his birthday April 13th in Port Charlotte, Florida. Oh, hey, boom. Right. Oh, wait a minute. That's Frank Aliendo. I'm sorry. So who's the guy that – so I'm so let's get Trevor Davis, wide receiver for the Packers. Uh, they asked him, have you packed your bag? You know, I question you, TSA. He turned to his female companion and said, did you remember to pack the explosives? The woman, she, she should have said that to him. Did you remember to, the, to pack the cocaine in your colon? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going to have a really fun time. That Does the she woman, get in trouble too then? The woman tried to get him to stop joking, and though he eventually said, okay, just kidding – Police arrived to arrest Davis. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so so he was acting. That sounds kind of obnoxious. Yeah. Not like just a, a side. That sounds like he thinks he's really funny, funny with it. 
Everybody knows not to do that. Yes. Yeah. No, everybody minus one. That's an algebra problem. No, I'm sorry, minus two. Our guest later this morning, comedian Drew Hastings. I oh, that yeah, lesson. don't get in behind I him. I will never go through TSA with him again. Mm-mm. He, uh, His he, hair alone seems like it would set off. <laughs> yeah, and he said he said he said to the uh, he said he says to my the guy said what's in the bag he goes why don't you open it and look oh oh yeah <laughs> so now twenty minutes later uh-huh. yeah. yeah do you have any lotions or uh, whatever you can find good luck <laughs> man's trying to do his job and yes. Drew becomes a giant pain in the ass. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so he's, he's a mayor, right? Yeah, he's still a mayor. He, he's going to be talking. He's a lame duck, though. We're, we're he's not ta- running. Talk again. to him. Oh no, in a couple. Hours. He's had enough. He's had he'll, enough. He'll, he'll be our guest. We certainly he did two terms. Him. I give him credit. Oh, did he? He's doing a second one as we speak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's like it sounds like he's doing time. It, well, very similar. That sports. Mm-hmm. That is. Mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared for that. Bulletins as they happen. Updates on the twenties. No, I don't. Wherever you go, whatever you do, always be a good sport. <laughs> Christy. Archaeologists working in Saudi Arabia have unearthed the oldest Homo sapien fossil yet. It was recovered in the region consisting of present-day Israel, Syria, Lebanon, and Jordan. See this on TV. Yesterday? It's an eight thousand-year-old middle finger bone. No kidding. Yeah. It's How a do big they know that? F. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I saw this on TV. Yeah, how would they know which bone it is? What do you mean? By length and knuckle amount? And knuckle <laughs> you have different amounts of knuckles? Well, no, but... <laughs> No, but the ancient civilizations did. (laughs) I think your middle finger, I think if you could move them down. I talked about this yesterday. How do they know the dinosaurs are being put back together properly? They don't. They don't. Well, they had brontosaurus wrong, right? Because it was was an amalgamation of a couple of other other ones. There you go. Chick doesn't like the Tyrannosaurus Rex feet. You know what it's called? Fake news. (laughs) Fake dinosaur news. It's fake human news. I mean, if if they found a whole bunch of stuff, but they just found one bone, how do they know it's, I don't know. It could be somebody else's bone. It could be a bone of a, I don't know. Australopithecus. There you go. Or something. Australopithecus. Australopithecus. No, who can't? Don't correct yourself. Just go with it and lie. That was great. (laughs) But it's a middle finger. That's what gets me. Sure. It's from a, a, how old is it? 87,000 year old. From a road rage incident involving a camel. These people have studied their whole lives to recognize these bones. They know what it is. Don't defend But what do they study? Because they don't have anything to study if they just... Digits. They bones. study other bones that have been found before. Like, they've yeah. never found a bone before. Yeah, so they've never found this bone before. This bone. <laughs> right. They've never found... But that's found. the thing. When you find something that's never been discovered, anything like it before... <laughs> yeah. This isn't the Spam Museum. <laughs> this could be a chicken bone. It you know, could, be. could be a chicken bone. Sure. They're like a mutant chicken... <laughs> With a human middle finger. There you go. I'm going to trust the archaeologists. I'm not. Fuck you. There have been famous scams in archaeology. Sure. By scam artists, not real archaeologists. Yeah, Indiana a, Jones was not real. Wasn't there a Doc, big doc, what? Dr. Yeah. Leakey thing where they took the jaw of a gorilla or something and stuck it on a... Yeah, we'll find out about that. Yeah, right. Isn't that who that was? Dr. Leakey, incontinent. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> sadly, his, his, his name was his destiny. I am Dr. Leakey for adult... Uh, we should not be joking about that. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. We are live in the Napa Auto Parts studios. And we continue to do the alphabet deal here. A, B, C, D. A is for Ace. He's Hello. over there, A, B, C. C is for Chick. Hey, man. A, B, C, D, E, F, F is for Frank. So we've got the A word, the C word, and the F word. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. This, 
And is there a J word? Oh, yeah, I can think of one. That's a, really? That's an okay word. Uh, ism. Well, ism. Spends a, it depends on how you spell it. Yeah. Spell it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a combination of smutty and illiterate. <laughs> that would be Christy. She is neither smutty they nor illiterate. They usually go hand in hand. And this is a T. Yeah. Is, there, is there a T word? Yes. Yep. There is? What sure. is it? Oh, yeah. whoops. Yep, yep. <laughs> Are they all four letters? No, one of Trust. them. Trust. Okay, there we go. Uh, Frank Caliendo was a very well-known uh, comedian, uh, impressionist, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Some and like, it's local nice, hero. Nice to have. Uh, yes, some, <laughs> call him, some call him a hero. Yes. Uh, Not a John, superhero. John Madden's birthday today, of, of all things. Uh, in you, How many you know, candles I got in that cake? 82. <laughs> 82. <laughs> Can you divide that by four? That's Brett Favre. No. That's, uh, that's it 20 and a half Brett Favre. I'm 20 and a half Brett Favre. <laughs> I can make anything topical. <laughs> Come on. You want to hear my Spiro Agnew? I got it. <laughs> I would love to hear your Spiro. I haven't broadcasted for uh, nine years, but I'm still in everybody's mind when they're thinking of Frank. Boom. Uh, now we have Spiro, a- Hello, I'm Spiro Agnew. Oh, very good. <laughs> for some reason, I have a British accent. <laughs> hello, I don't remember where I was on the presidential vice presidential... <laughs> Pallet. No, no, let him die. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's hanging there. There's no problem with it. I don't mind. I don't know if anybody ever... Spiro Agnew sound like? I wouldn't I don't know. You don't have to know. That's why it's a great character. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like Gerald Ford. He was a little Gerald Fordish. I don't was know. He? Almost a normal... Oh, okay. Yeah, one of those. Sometimes yeah. you, don't you don't know. know. You don't have to know what people look like and they think you're famous. Like, I'll walk into a place and go, hi, I'm Tom Shane. And they give me free food. Really? <laughs> Do they really? Uh, Shane. <laughs> I, 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 they can't tell. They don't know what Tom Shane looks like. That's right. Raise a good point. Very handsome man. We have to move forward here. We have a no. Christy don't. The, the news desk. Go backwards. That's where this show is best. Going back. The brain effects of eating the world's hottest pepper left one man hospitalized. Good. After eating a Carolina yeah. Reaper during a hot pepper eating contest in New York. I'm a chick on this good. I hate these jerks. Doofus. The unidentified 34-year-old <laughs> experienced... Hope it killed him. Jeez. God. Well, Christy, slow, please slow continue. death involving Thank rectal you. bleeding if possible. <laughs> Anal <laughs> tomato. You two are the only people I'm talking to. Okay, right good. Now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the unidentified 34-year-old experienced... Loser! <laughs> <laughs> what an Oh, no. You're the type of person who would visit the Spam Museum. <laughs> so this jackass eats Could a death pepper and it... Go ahead. Oh, what, do you, do, wait, do you, do you have casino names? Then you can finish. <laughs> I would like... Uh, oh, this is great. Prairie Meadows, Thank you. Rhythm this City. This is great. Christy's going to turn on Caliendo. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Reached. The unidentified 34-year-old experienced days. excruciating head and neck pain and ended up in the emergency room. Good. Man. Hope it killed him. A s- it didn't. That's a shame. A CT <laughs> angiogram. What happened to CAT scan? Revealed that the internal CAT scan. Um, meow. Oh, I don't. I don't have a CAT scan. <laughs> a CAT scan revealed that the internal um, carotid artery and other blood vessels in the man's brain were constricted. Um, that's Yikes. carotid artery. A carotid artery. Carotid artery. Yes, that's right. Neurologist Dr. Gregory they Cummings diagnosed the man with reversible cerebral. Dr. Gregory Cummings. How does he spell that? C-U-M-M-I-N-G-S. Yeah! Oh, my God. Grow up. Thank you, Bailey. 
Dr. Cummings? Well, Dr. if things Cummings? go well, nurse. <laughs> doctor, doctor. <laughs> Dr. Cummings is banging his nurse. Oh, is he? Yeah, why you so he had to have a cat I'm telling everybody. Huh? He was diagnosed with reverse- there it is. <laughs> reversible cerebral vasoconstriction syndrome. Oh, 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 use a big word. Likely brought on by the... Kapaskian in the hot peppers. <laughs> What's the, what is that stuff called? Go to school with that. Jimmy Kapaskian? Kapaskian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it Kapaskian? I am going to get the paper. Get the paper. In this case, the patient's symptoms improved, and he was released from the hospital after a few days. How scary. Yeah. No, 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 no. How deserved. I don't know why this happened. Idiot. You tried to eat some. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie. Baker. Hey, Donnie. Hey, how are you? I, I'm with Tom on this, and they deserve it. You start eating death peppers and Carolina reefers. When, when's hot ever going to be hot enough for people? I swear to God. Well, we got to do burn a hole through somebody's tongue and right out their gizzard so we stop <laughs> trying to out-hot each other. Yep, yep. And what's he going for? So hot you want your air wax to run out your ears like lava? Ooh. I mean, I'm all for some spice, <laughs> but soldering your own tray hole till the pus bubbles might be taking it a bit too far. Yikes. Swear to God. You think about it, man, it was only about 10 years ago that open pit was considered hot. Now we've gone from that to tossing wings in kerosene. Yeah. And it, it ain't stopping. How my Uncle Sonny, that's uh, Sonny with an O, right. he used to make his own hot sauce. Right. It was 90 parts of ghost pepper puree oh. and 30 parts 200 proof moonshine. Wow. <laughs> And the moonshine came from my other Uncle Sonny. That Sonny was you. Oh, okay. And okay. that Sonny brewed his own moonshine in his carport. He called it the Devil's Onion Ring. The, why, oh. why would he call it the Devil's Onion Ring? Because, Tom, after two drops, your anus will be in hell. That's pretty God. <laughs> and then your ass will be breathing fire like a free-range dragon with morning breath for the next two weeks. Oh. I'll say it like this. The sauce is so powerful, Christy. All the ladies in the Baker family use it for inducing labor. Oh, really? Hmm. I swear to God. It worked on three of my aunts, eight of my cousins, and all six of our Rottweilers. <laughs> really? I swear to God. I made the paper. Not to mention, <laughs> once gas goes above four bucks again, we, we use it to run the den buggy. I mean, it smokes a lot more, but then again, so does my Aunt Putty when she tries to eat it. <laughs> Trust me, Josh, you don't want to be around her when she's running rich. Smells I'm... like somebody burnt the beach. <laughs> swear to God. Running rich. <laughs> i got to go. Bye, Donnie. Well, that was certainly informative. Oh, Thanks. boy. Free range. helpful. Free range dragons. Yeah. Never thought about it that way. As opposed well, there to... had to be free range dragons at one point. I guess. I guess you had. I don't know if they captured many. Yeah, you got me. It'd be hard to put one in a cage, I think. Yeah, they get very grumpy. Yeah, so and they don't, burn the way eat, out. Isn't, what's the name of the pepper? Isn't it uh, the? It's the Carolina Reaper. Yeah, so if it's got the name Reaper in it, right Ace, off. Ace, would you try right it? Off the bat. Ace loves really hot food. I like it in food, but I don't. You wouldn't eat just, it just eat the pepper. Yeah, yeah. Ace, you don't fear the Reaper. Oh God. oh, God. I'm just imagining those dragons. <laughs> nice. Nice. We got uh, two, right. two bands. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Totally unexpected, by the way. Uh, I just got it. Yeah. You're not a music guy. No, but I yeah. got it after a second. Okay. Good job. So, uh, someone sorry. poured urine into a library's toilet soap dispenser and air freshener. <laughs> sorry. Lovely. Now, at last, something I can get behind. <laughs> All right. The staff at Burlington Public Library found the urine after a user discovered a separate cup of urine on a shelf in the men's restroom. Ugh. The library told police the next day, and Burlington police are now reviewing surveillance video to find out who is responsible. 
Like, who would do mm. that? <laughs> Speaking of urine. It was just urine, though. It wasn't, wasn't the upper decker, right? No, no, no. Right. No. Thank you. <laughs> I have an update on the guy in China who stuck the phone cable up his urethra. Remember that story? Oh, yeah. That's got to hurt. He's charged. Scrotum's all charged now. He was charged, Tom. Why aren't you laughing harder? That's a a good joke. What did he stick in there? A man ended up in the hospital, Frank, after shoving half of a three-foot-long phone cable up his male member. It's the new apple cord, right? Not the old one? The The lightning cord, yes. Okay, lightning is the old one. That would be a lot easier, I guess, technically. You know what he told? He told doctors he did it because he had to scratch an itch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ah, let it itch. Yeah. I thought he said a doctor cable's getting too expensive. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's never had a catheter, obviously. The patient in his 60s shocked the medicals, or he had a catheter chicken. Really, and really like you know it. what? This ain't half bad. Mm-hmm. Can you feel me now? <laughs> he was charged. The <laughs> patient in his 60s shocked medical staff. Yeah, because you're you're mentally ill. <laughs> it's an analog penis in a digital world. Video killed the radio. <laughs> what are we doing? So his phone cord is up his uh, mail. Well, number. let me. The Where's his fax machine? <laughs> well, it's around back. The patient in his 60s shocked medical staff at the Dalian Central Hospital in China when he walked into the building with 20 inches of the cable still hanging out between his legs. Oh. Dr. Gao Zhangfeng, deputy director of the hospital urology department, Dr. Fang, Dr. explained Fang. that while the cable had knotted in the patient's bladder... He used lasers That's to break down the knot. Yeah, seen, how do you do that? I, I've, I've seen, seen a guy do that with a cherry stem. <laughs> wow. That's, That's a, a trick. I want wow. to see that. It's more like the earbuds that happens. Yeah. Right? I can see that, but. Here's what the amazing thing is. They were able That's to a, use. No, this is the amazing part? Yeah, they were able okay. to use lasers to break down the knot and pull the cord out without surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Ta-da. Gosh, yeah. Is that on YouTube somewhere? He was charged. <laughs> so dumb. Asked if he dared do it again, the man said, quote, It's the only way I get off. Of course no, I'm going to do it again. this is a lesson for me. He's not going to do it again. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Why, why, what? Of course that's what he's going to say. This is a lesson for me. What an idiot. Okay. I, now, presumably when that was in there, he couldn't. That didn't function, correct? I mean, what obviously. do you mean it didn't Is it function? Might the be able phone? To pe- no, no, no. The his, phone his, or penis. his penis. Don't you think it'd be easier if he oh, were erect to put it in there instead of? Plastic? Yeah, I would my think guess so. is it probably was when he started. Like, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Probably. Uh, I, I don't. Wait a second. The... You think this guy's lying about why he did it? <laughs> Is that, is that what you guys are saying? Because yeah, I, didn't, I didn't get that from this. I did it to get free long distance. It would be like threading a needle if it weren't. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be hard. I don't want to think about it. Does this guy, do, do they... Um, ah, every time I think about it. Yeah, right? When you get a catheter, do they grease it up? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know how they do that. Of all the medical procedures, I can understand... You know, replacing the kidney. Or <laughs> yeah. How do they do get that down? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they know how to do it. Man, among yeah. the many reasons, I'm not in the healthcare profession. <laughs> I, I can't. So I can't place just, a catheter. Sorry. When you have a catheter, it just drains out, or what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, okay. they go until they hit bladder, and then 
And then it just... Does everybody else, at least males, feel this... There's shooting tingling down my legs every time you bring I, it up? I'm yeah. clenching. I, I'm getting, I yeah. I'm sitting here I'm, clenching. I am physically uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I, really. I think Tom I, feels it, but way farther down his leg. Oh, of course he does. Now, was, was this an official apple cord, or was it a, was it a you know... I have aftermarket, no idea. Yeah, those aftermarket. A Chinese... Yeah. Well, it was in China. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, it was... Wow. Yeah, that is uh, that's a terrible idea. Well, they make apple in China. There must be that so must be some kind be... of weird fetish. I'm guessing. Probably some sort. Was of there a tariff on it? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there's got to be some. Twenty five percent for all apple cords in the ding dong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no. a tariff specifically on that. On there's that a tariff move. on that. That's the tariff. And he would call it the ding dong. No, the ding dong. Shamalama. Frank, we were talking off the air about tattoos. I forget. Oh, I know. Uh, we saw these. Uh, we, we were in Cincinnati. We saw this guy he came up to us. We were doing some pictures. This guy had the greatest, most artistic John Wayne portrait on his arm. And I'm not overstating this. Am I correct? It was beautiful. It looked great. It yes. looked like you were looking at some amazing etching. Yeah. Yeah. It was so well done. I think and you it, might be overstating. No. no it was, I always It do. was perfect. <laughs> You're a liar. On, on one arm. And then on the other arm, he had another beautiful drawing, but I didn't know who it was. It was the character Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses and oh. Devil's Rejects. And, of so course. he's obviously a horror fan. Yeah. 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 But that's quite a contrast. Oh, I thought it was Groucho yeah. was Captain Spaulding. That's why. That, well, that's where it came from. That is oh, where it okay. Yeah. I thought it was Ted Knight from Caddyshack. Yeah. Spalding, I want you on my arm right now. Chop, chop. It's easy to grin. Spalding, get your foot off the boat. Spalding, the patient's having phone sex. Literally, with a phone. Um, I have a question. Hold on, hold on. I, I have, I have, I, oh, you, yeah, you should you go. go first. It's your show. No, it's your, yeah. no. your name's on it. It's not the I Tom and Frank again. show. It's... Go ahead. That has a ring to it. Yeah, I could. <laughs> Frank and Speaking Tom. Speaking of phones. The, the, Fra- and- the Frank and Tom show, though, sounds like uh, Frank and Tom. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's Tom and Frank. Mm-hmm. Tom you have to Frank. go with that. Tom. Or Chick and Tom would be Chick and Tom. I can't ever go first in that. It always yeah. sounds like an entree. Uh, Chicken uh, Josh. You I'm were going to say, Chicken Josh with Marcel. No, no, you were going to say, Tom. I was going to say off the air. Uh, here, so here's what. No, I'm sorry. We were talking about tattoos. Yeah. Uh, because I, I was just telling you just a story about this guy who had this amazing tattoo. And, and, and I, it really was – I don't know how he got the layers of uh, shading and everything else. I've never Detail seen – Detail was pretty I have never amazing. seen one that well done. Uh, but then you piped in, oh, yeah, my, my wife has a tattoo. Yeah, the kids think it's a sticker. Um, that's what <laughs> she still tells. And the, <laughs> is it too personal to say where it is? Uh, it's not, no, it's on a, like a hip, a little below the hip, okay. um, back. But it's a it's a, a tattoo of uh, an old boyfriend. No, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's just a, like a heart with a, a crack through. I'm probably not supposed to be talking. You're probably about not supposed. No, to. probably not. Somebody broke her it's heart. And she put it's a, a stick, sticker on her back. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a tattoo person. Yeah, me. And I I just think that the body just looks so good. You know why why mess with it? But um, the, a, a tattoo that I did see that was an incredibly amazing tattoo was a guy came up to me. It was in New England. Uh, I think it was in maybe Providence or something like that. He had the entire Wizard of Oz because they used to do that Robin Williams and the Wizard right. of Oz. He had the entire Wizard of Oz through his whole body. Wow. wow. And he wanted to give me a tour 
Oh. A tour of his body? Yeah, pretty much. He started taking clothing items. It was in public, but he started, he's like, I can show you this, too. Yeah, you don't want to follow that <laughs> yellow brick road. Because no, no, no. <laughs> no, there, were, there were teeth missing, and there were a lot of, a lot of other things he could have spent the tattoo money on. <laughs> where, where was the Emerald City? Uh, <laughs> where exactly. did the road lead? Yeah. Yeah, right oh. to the phone cord. <laughs> well, it's no he place was like charged. Right. <laughs> Check it out. Don't Check, I just Check. used your joke. Don't, don't text. He was charged, he said. Charged, charged. charged. I love that joke. I stopped laughing at <laughs> Why are you texting Almost gone now. That's why he can work right into the show. That's right. <laughs> I tried. I tried for six times. Nothing. But I got a huge laugh on it. Oh, Must I be know. your delivery. Oh, I know it. Uh, no, but the, it was an amazing Wizard of Oz uh, mural, hmm. body mural. And he had the witch and everything. Yeah. It was incredible. That's a, that's that's a, a fan. fan. Oh, that's a fan. They're out you there. You owe me a Coke. They're out there. Uh, now, up Coming next. up. Sperm in space. <laughs> you know what's going to be great? Let's just do a show where everybody just talks over Tom. I've kind of started it. So oh, look at, look at oh, the look boy. at his face. He loves oh, the idea. Tom, how do you feel loves- about that? Oh, no, no, would no, you no. like us to do that? Oh, no, no. Would you think that would be a good idea? He loves the idea. He, he loves the idea. Like He's good. Look at him. Got it. I can do it with voices. Hey, there. You asked for it and you got it. Our punishment. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Time out. Happy go be saying hello there. You don't love the Hello Dare song? <laughs> I was starting to. Hello Dare. <laughs> Can you do your Hello Dare. See, you get a master in here, that's what you get. You get the perfect Hello Dare from Frank Kelly. In yeah, there. I got him amazing. Uh, up next, marijuana. Sperm in space. And marijuana in your breast milk. Yep. Oh. Sperm in space. Don't go anywhere, Josh. It's happening. Can't. can't wait. <laughs> Two like, of your... You mean like outer space? <laughs> <laughs> sperm in space? Really <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. We're live in the Napa Auto Parts studios. I know that's for sure. Well, once again, running the controls today, it's Ace. Hike. Uh, that's Chick McGee at hey. the... Uh, Bob and Tom Sport. We forgot to tell everybody that you're uh, Frank Caliendo's here, and he doesn't know that your new nickname is Sportsosaurus Rex. That's right. I'm so proud to. Yeah. It's really taken. Oh, it's really, really taken hold. <laughs> well, that's why I see that middle finger bone. Uh-huh. There you go. That's comedian uh, Frank Caliendo. Uh, that's Josh. That's Christy. I'm Tom. Thanks for very much for joining us. Um, Thanks for coming up us. shortly. It'll be uh, comedian. Drew Hastings will be joining us as well. It's too clapping. But um, right now we had uh, the the teaser from Christy Lee was uh, space sperm or something. Sperm in space. Okay. (laughs) For the first time, NASA will officially set loose human sperm in outer space. (laughs) Not the first time. Houston, we've got a mess. I'm with you on this. (laughs) The study is called the Micro 11 mission. The sperm made its (laughs) way to space. Right away, that makes it bad. Micro? Micro 11? Yeah. You know, like you don't want your sperm called micro? Like, like throbbing seven or something, you know. Yeah. Well, Massive length of Wad 11. Yes. Sperm made its way to... Apo- even Apollo would do. Give, it, give it a certain gravitas. A sperm made its way to space aboard a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket <laughs> among the Falcon, items... Falcon 9 rocket. Yeah. Uh, be careful half. with that. <laughs> <laughs> among the items in the resupply capsule are a bunch of containers of capsule. frozen... Capsule. <laughs> All every word you use, I can make something a with it. A bunch of containers of frozen containers. human sperm. <laughs> <laughs> <Aboard. laughs> 
We uh, lost Tom. This is why Christy calls her podcast uninterrupted. That's right. <laughs> Board the International Space Station, astronauts will thaw that sperm and study it. I thought sperm. <laughs> I thought sperm once. I did. It was really messy. They will observe the so sperm. Study. So I'm study. Sorry. So slow down. So they put they put frozen semen in a in a capsule of some sort. And capsule. They'll, yes. It'll go to space and they'll thaw it. Yes. Okay. It's already. Uh, yeah, they put it in their mouth. <laughs> you understand the difference uh, between sperm and semen, correct? Am I correct in this? Sperm oh. is in semen. Sperm is inside semen. It's like a cell. You can't so this is hold just, it in your mouth. This is semenless sperm? Well... <laughs> Is it? No, that's a good question. Finally, no. I mean, it would be. <laughs> I, I assume so. There is some. There is some medium or or large oh, that is holding the semen. I mean, the, the sperm. little spermies. And why are they releasing? They're going to observe the sperm to see how weightlessness affects the ability to move and prepare to fuse with an egg. Oh, so this sperm will be in like a microscope. Then it's not going right. to be floating around the capsule. No. Oh it's not going to be. Yeah. It's not going to be like you know Josh's apartment where when he launches it, all it hits is the ceiling. There you <laughs> it's go. A good shot. We have. Hey, you can't, you can't be offended by that. That's awesome. No, I'm not. I'm baffled that he thinks I I wait long enough between sessions that I would have that sort of velocity. Yeah, and that, that you could be a firefighter. <laughs> yeah, that I'm like Spider Man discovering my web slinging abilities. So if, if they find out that. In a gravity-free environment, the sperm doesn't behave well. That's not, not good for reproduction. Does not bode well for space reproduction. Correct. Right. It's kind of interesting. I'm surprised. It's, it's very taken, interesting. I'm surprised it's taken this long. They well, got other things to worry about. I wonder where they got the samples. Who signed up for that? Hmm. I suppose it was any astronaut. Who I don't know. Yeah. Anybody at NASA? Hey, we've got a. Isn't that the standard procedure? Don't they take all the bodily fluids and everything? That's according to the right stuff, which I think is a documentary. They probably take e- everything. They took even those? They think they. Well, sure. You mean, so you're Why telling me they? they've got Alan Shepard's uh, sperm samples available? Somewhere? I bet they do. Yeah. I know I do. <laughs> eBay is amazing. Hey, wait. Well, yeah. <laughs> 46 bucks. Rare yeah. mint John Glenn sperm. Mint. Star Wads. Star Wads. I can't believe you guys have dragged me into this. And I'm having fun with it. Uh, um, Spoojnik. Spoojnik. <laughs> All right. Going back to the 50s, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember that one? Oh, yeah. Sputnik. Sputnik. Yes. Yeah, we remember. That was the first one. Right? I thought that was solid. Was that the first one? <laughs> yeah. Oop, uh, Echo. Remember that one? Steak. Wait, wait, which one? That wasn't the one called Echo. Echo. Light on oh. the beach. It would go cruising overhead. Very <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Right. And Ace, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Have we? Have we? It's any, not like any he other was good, charged. Any other, <laughs> any other good cat names come in yet? I guess not. Oh, oh for the cat cop. Come on. Okay, sorry. Leave uh, the cat jo- alone. Joining us in the studio, it's comedian Frank Caliendo. Frank, uh, once again, we pointed out it is John Madden's birthday. That that we were kind of stuck with Madden there for a while. Do you still do Madden in your live show a little bit? Yeah, I throw it out there. Uh, people people come to to see that, so it's kind of like my. Uh, Stairway to heaven. My piano man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How about George W.? You still? uh... I I get a little in there at times. (laughs) You guys talk about Spoojnik? There's a there's such a visual component. Yeah, exactly. George Bush. You just move one eye only slightly. It's it's amazing. It's just a uh, squint kind of. Just kind of a kind of a a a look of uh, confusion. 
<laughs> but at you the can, same you time, can you pucker not. it up and just turn it into Donald Trump. It's, tremendous. <laughs> it's amazing the metamorphosis, which I'm not even sure was a word until I brought it up. <laughs> Chick, you're not a fan because I'll be a fan of you if you'll be a fan of I'm mine. I'm a fan of you. You're doing yeah. a great job. Yes. You're doing. Yeah. You're a sportsosaurus. Rex. Rex. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to embrace it. Hmm. Uh, so once again, sperm in space. Sperm in space. Oh, I don't you have think- to say it like that. Okay. <laughs> like pigs in space? Yes. There's a, yes. There's a movie about that. Is Sperm there? Sperm in space? Yeah. What's it called? The white stuff. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty funny, Chick. Why it's a good one. Laughing? Chick brought up the right stuff. Because like. <laughs> sometimes they're so funny, you just you just have to. Yeah. No, no, that's good. That's quite good. That's good. Yeah, it's like a science experiment. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Apollo thirteen and a half. Remember that one? I do remember uh, that one. Oh, that was a classic. Factory Air. You should be able to order that somewhere. Um, <laughs> for the mom and top store. Oh, look, listen to this. What? And now, sperm in space. <laughs> I think that's the pigeon space. It is. <laughs> As we join our yeah, exactly. sperm in space. As we join our sperm. <laughs> you know, okay, I, 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 the guy's trying me, very hard to move around. Just see what is going on here. Not hear that, Miss Piggy. I was <laughs> just doing a Miss Piggy, and you did not give me the opportunity. <laughs> it was amazing. No, he did Miss Piggy, didn't he? <laughs> I, was, I was just going to plug it. Oh, spermy, spermy, spermy. Where are you, my spermy? <laughs> when we come back, gosh, that was freaking great. That's great. Yes, yeah, I, I mean, have, that's almost as good as the white stuff. <laughs> I have a request for Frank Kelly, and when we come back, for this may be the most obscure uh, request you're going to get. You oh, there's been a request for names of casinos I'll be playing. Um, <sighs> Diamond Joe Worth Casino, April 20th. That's a Friday night in Northwood, Iowa. It'll be the Rhythm City Casino Resort. That's a lot of pressure. Rhythm City. Rhythm City, you gotta yeah. you got to dance if you're from there. That's the April 21st in Davenport. <laughs> and then we've got um, the Prairie Meadows Casino in Altoona near Des Moines on Sunday, April 22nd. When we come back, I'm going to beg Mr. Caliendo to do one of the most obscure impressions that he does, which is the guy who No, to- don't tell him. Oh, I want to be able to think about it. Cliffhanger. Us. Or tell, tell me during here. the break, and then we'll I'll tell you. Yeah. It's, the it's it's obscure, but everyone will get it. It's really cool. You haven't done it on this show for years, but hmm. I know it's in your quiver, if you will. Probably John when, Madden. Uh, it's next. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. The cast, the crew, and the staff, and the squad are all getting bigger at the same time. Coming up, it's a surprise. Guess the impression with Frank Caliendo that doesn't even know what's going to happen next. Here in the Nap Auto Parts Studios, we go in alphabetical order. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She's out of place. You're going to have to switch her. Okay, I got it. Uh, that's Ace right over there. Present. Thank you very much. That's Chick. Present. That's Mr. Frank Caliendo. Accounted for. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, then young Jessica is over there. Hello. Hi, Jessica. I like that shirt. Oh, Classic thank Bob you. and Tom shirt. Uh, then we have uh, Happy Josh right over there. Yeah, boy. He's our professional yeah. comedian. We have a professional comedian. <laughs> and he, can't, he can't even do a decent. Yeah, it didn't work that time. Sound yeah. effect. Well, look yeah. how red your face is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I pressed on it. Blue. That's going to happen. Okay. Then, <laughs> then we have uh, Christy Lee. Christy, do you want to try your sound effect with your hands? Well, I was trying, but. Oh, that's nice. pretty good. Yeah. Is that a. Well, never mind. A <laughs> no, that's a, good, that's a fair question, Tom. <laughs> little bird hands. <laughs> that's Christy. I'm Tom. Thank you very much for joining us. And now. It's time for Stump the Caliendo. All right. Well, it was really funny with your feathery, <laughs> feathery <laughs> sleeves doing that. 
That is, you look That's so why I said that. It looked like a little bird. I had a bet. Yeah, like I, something out of a Sid and Marty Croft yeah. episode. I had a bet with Mark, Mike, whatever his name is on our staff. Mike. It's Mark. Uh, that oh, I was is? like, how long will it take Tom to realize I have feathers on my shirt? And I noticed it only the first took, thing this morning. You never said a word. I know. I was so stunned. <laughs> he that, doesn't have to. What he just did he there was lying. telepathic. He, he had no lie. idea what you were wearing. I stood in here. Stand up. Let me see. I talked to him for 20 minutes before the show this morning. You have feathers on your arms. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's really pretty. Thank you. And Mark goes, oh, he'll notice the first break. I go, there's no way Is that real peacock? Because yes. they have the eyes. They're real peacocks. We dyed black. That's oh, very exactly nice. right. And they died mm-hmm. to make that shirt. No, they're not no. real peacocks. Everybody send your letters to Christine. I Lee. love animals. You know that. <laughs> peacock slaughter. Jesus. Feathered shirts are murder. Good it's job. Very pretty shirt. I, Thank I you. I love man. animals when they're on my arm. No, don't mm-hmm. say that. She bought new chinchilla toys last night. Oh yeah, I got all new. Ch- my I redid the. Tell me everything. Cage. Don't leave any. I'm fascinated. I like to think you didn't kill the peacock. There's just a naked, sad peacock <laughs> standing out the backyard, yeah. getting no attention from the Plucked females. All their feathers out. Yeah. Yeah. Raising. Okay. No, it's fake. It's very pretty. No, I, I want to do the Frank the Caliendo challenge here. Uh, Frank, you do a lot of voices uh, and, um, among um, your stand-up comedy. You also do some uh, great voices. You're, fa- you're famous for your uh, George W. Bush, your John Madden. You've, what else have you done today? Oh, the Leon That's Neeson it. was spectacular. It, it was. The Miss Piggy was dead on. Oh, Kermy. <laughs> My spermy, spermy. What did you say? Now, I, it was something that was going to be out here. A little more Liam Neeson. What did you say he was doing now? I forgot. I, I'm not sure. Um, he I don't know who you are. Answering the phone. I don't know what you want. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, telemarketing. Oh, yeah. Every movie he's in, it, they, they do a little, they cut to him on a flip phone. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know what you want. That's dead on. But now, here's the impression I want to ask for. The um, God, please let it be someone no one's ever heard of. The the guy who used to narrate the uh, Superman and oh. and Justice League. Oh, the Super Friends. They had the Super Friends. They had this narrator guy. Meanwhile, at <laughs> the Hall of Justice. <laughs> I know what that guy's name is? We got to get that guy's name. What well, Ted Knight was the other one too. You yeah. know, Ted Knight did it. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, Aquaman prepares <laughs> some sushi. <laughs> <laughs> but they would they would. The announcer, the, it was so poorly written, and it was just the 70s cartoons, that the, the announcer would just say what the dialogue was going to be. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom, Lex Luthor plans to take over the world. <laughs> I have a plan to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, <laughs> Superman and Batman come <laughs> And it was the real crappy animation. <laughs> Compare <Yeah>. what? <laughs> <laughs> Compare what that will be. Having for dinner tonight. I was going to go. say, yeah. what I was actually going to say at stop was compare units. <laughs> okay, you guys want something weird? I opened, uh, tried to look for the guy who's the narrator, and an uh, advertisement for the latest Liam Neeson movie came on. What? Yep. Oh. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. People but if you're attached to Google right now, they're listening to everything they're you say. Yep, that's right. Did you see that the guy who did Sonny the Cuckoo Bird passed away? Oh, Chuck McCann. Yeah, yeah. Great oh, voice, voice I talent. I got a story Chuck for McCann that. is the famous Hi, guy. Hi, guy. The, the, ex, thank you. Yes. What? He's famous for the commercial in which the guy would open his uh, medicine cabinet, mm-hmm. look in the mirror, open it up, and the, the guy in the next apartment would open his and he'd see him. Yeah. That commercial. 
No, no one remembers. Yes. It? Okay, thank I you. I don't think it was supposed no. to be in the next apartment. I think he was just there selling razor blades. Yeah, he was just there, wasn't he? He was just oh. in the medicine cabinet? <laughs> Imagine if That's you That's how they achieved so, the special effect. He was in the room next. Never mind. So, I can't. I thought it was his neighbor. <laughs> so he was he was in the second Bob Denver vehicle. Uh, which Gilligan? Yes, he was the skipper character in the Sid and Marty Croft show, uh, "Far Out Space Nuts." <laughs> yeah, which wow. sounds we, we like, had that story last break, right? yeah, right? Uh, and he says, "I said lunch, Charlie, not launch." And Bob Denver, in his Gilliganness, presses the launch button, and they take off. You could find that's got a catchy little theme song <laughs> but it was with like the bugaloos and sigmund the sea monster and they used to rotate them oh yeah um yeah chuck mccann was a he was a child uh, impressionist was, too and he did hmm. um he was famous for a, doing a kiddie show in the 60s yeah you'd, he's one of those guys you'd see him and go oh yeah that guy he yeah. shows up in the comedy documentary the aristocrats as well does he really mm-hmm yeah, great. Dog. And like all impressionists, he dies alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was surrounded in a hotel oh, room. Yes, last one was Liam Neeson. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. I don't okay. know what I want. It's not Liam Neeson. It's, it's Liam. Liam Neeson. No, no, Tom's right. It's Liam. 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 <laughs> Liam. Actually, it's going to be Liam, Liam Neeson. likes his money. You know what? I was going to say, you don't know how much that bugs me, but you do know how much that bugs me. That's why you keep doing it. By the way, um, there was a profile of uh, your favorite Don't era. Don't you mean a profile? Uh, the, uh, thank you. <laughs> your favorite era of Elton John songs. Oh, before Caribou and everything went to hell? Uh, yeah, there was a profile, and I believe it was CBS Sunday Morning, of Bernie Toppin, the uh, the lyricist. Bernie. It's a very interesting guy, uh, living in uh, a horse farm. Very cool guy. Now, as a, as a, he's living as a horse. Uh, <laughs> hey, whatever you want to be, it's he's okay. Completely lost his mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, Christy Lee is at the news desk. What else have you got? More oats? Well, it's so obvious monkeys have figured it out. Researchers from Kyoto University learned that Japanese macaques receive mental health <laughs> benefits. Hey, Frank. Yeah. Josh, uh, tell Frank about uh, the macaque. Oh, have you seen Macaque? <laughs> <laughs> macaque is amazing. Let's just call them snow monkeys, shall we? They're macaques, aren't they? Yeah. But these are the famous macaque. snow monkeys. They receive Japan. mental health benefits from spa days. The macaques known as, spa, as snow monkeys are a regular tourist attraction. I tell you, Macaque could use a massage right about now. <laughs> At the spa? Yeah. So goody. <laughs> Gudaini, where they have adapted what? to the extreme temperatures and regularly bathe in the area's hot springs. You're just making up words. But I mean, obviously. Researchers studied 12 adult females along with their okay. droppings and learned that bathing in the hot springs lowered their stress hormone levels. Duh. The team also learned that being observed by 500 visitors a day while they bathed had no effect on the monkey's yeah, stress hormone. got a hot spring for you. Yeah, they're kind of exhibitionists. They like being watched. Do they, yeah. like getting, yeah. do they like getting manis and petties, too? Yeah, no kidding. I what, don't know. What, they like relaxing in a little spa and getting... A little hot spring, yeah. The research. What was this study for? It was published in the journal Primates. Oh. You it get was that, dis- don't you? It now? was checking their stress hormone levels. Okay. And they give them little massages? At I the don't spa? see any massage on here. What kind of a crappy spa doesn't have a masseuse? <laughs> well, they're Japanese snow monkeys. Maybe it's a massage recliner. Oh, what do you think of that? Okay. Snow little monkeys go in, sit down, push the button. Snow monkey happy ending. <laughs> oh. Macaque loves. 
<laughs> a happy ending. Yeah. Uh-huh. Never mind. There's snow monkeys like, like snow, snow monkeys and snow, snow monkeys. See what happens, Frank. He's just running out of ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna te- I'm gonna text for a while. <laughs> That's what I do. Take a little break. <laughs> I, know, I know. Every time I talk, I look over. No, 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 no. Take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Caliendo, by the way, on the road, the um, let's call it the Casino Swing, April 2021 and 22 would be Diamond Joe Worth Casino, Rhythm City Casino, and Prairie Meadows Casino. I'll give you the, uh, the details city. coming up. I want to remind you about <laughs> you the uh, mobile app. It's new from the Bob and Tom Show. It's got the 24-7 feed. Listen to some cool stuff all the time. Check it out. It's free. Get it at Google Play or on iTunes. Or, and get that cool shirt that uh, I can see Jessica's wearing. And right the now. new camo hats. They yeah, are great. Cool. I got. I wore mine yesterday. got so many compliments. Thank Makes you. the top of your head disappear. Uh, yeah, I tried to find the camo hats online. Couldn't, Couldn't find, find them. them. I'll help you. Yeah, uh-huh. That's, uh, where do you find <laughs> them? It's not true. They're easily found at the bobandtomstore.com. Bob yeah. Okay, thank you very You're much. You're stocking it? What? You're really pushing it, man. I get a cent for everyone that okay. comes out. <laughs> oh, a cent? Who oh, don't know who told you that, <laughs> yeah. but they're gloriously incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next, we have uh, Drew. Uh, we have comedian Drew Hastings and oh boy, ladies, what uh, marijuana in your breast milk? Well, um, not in mine, but only one way to find out, Josh. <laughs> Let me get a, get a get a go get a couple of band aids and report back in a minute. <laughs> I don't even understand that. Awkwardly well, funny. The amount of the, the joke is the amount of chewing. Never mind. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That's next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. We are live in the Napa Auto Parts studios. Do you have any idea what you just did? I'll tell you after you introduce everyone. Wait a second. You just did it now. I know. But I'm on the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I don't know what I just did. Uh, we are uh, pretty awesome. We have a guest in the studio, so try to behave. That would be comedian Frank Caliendo. Uh, Jessica Alsman has also joined us in the studio, isn't she? Isn't she lovely? I'm, I'm so lovely. Bob and Tom. Nah. You are lovely. Not at all. Not at all. This t-shirt. Thanks, Frank. The yeah. boys include Frank Caliendo. That's Ace. That's hey. Chick. That's Josh. I'm Tom. Happy to be here. I believe we it have... has always been my contention. I'm that not Tom, here. The longer. <laughs> The longer Tom goes on, the more... Do you really want to be part of it? The line is blurred between on-air and off-air. And he just was talking to Frank off the air, and he goes, I'll be right back with uh, some more after this. And then he went on the air. <laughs> just... You teased a human conversation. Yeah. Stunning. <laughs> I do that all the time. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But you used to take breaks where you could talk to you, and you wouldn't get on-air, Tom, but that... It hardly ever happens. Anymore. I want to turn into the narrator guy from the uh, Justice League. Meanwhile, off the air, Tom is acting exactly the way he does on the air. <laughs> My favorite story about that is you guys went to a holiday run and you put a video up of you and your, <laughs> oh, no, it was, your it was family the, the, and you said, what did he say, Josh? He goes, let's meet the cast. <laughs> and then introduced his family. Yep. yep. We are doing the we were doing the whatever that turkey, turkey dash the turkey dash whatever yeah. no the uh, drumstick, drumstick dash drumstick. had most of my family with me and uh, the I cast took took a little bit of a video yeah mm-hmm. I even introduced the two strangers who were standing there running with us uh, well, or walking oh, with they, they were, were less excited. than pleased he, yeah. he did a live read well yeah. they were kind of overweight and he had a little bit of disdain for them that that's, that's false no that's it's not that's not true that's uh, he's tall <laughs> he's handsome he's got a great head of hair he's Drew Hastings is this Drew here he is now hey Drew can you hear me. I'm right here, gentlemen, ladies. How are you? Hi, Drew. Great. 
Now, uh, Good. Drew, uh, we just saw you in Cincinnati the other day. Drew has been working on his book, As Yet Untitled. As Yet Untitled. And uh, Maybe that should be the name of the book. That's not a bad name, yeah, actually. Yeah, As Yet Untitled. Yeah, well, huh. but then it would be titled by then. Well, but... Uh, the point being, uh, <laughs> rather than stumble across this, sorry about it, semi semi idea. Yeah, what you're you're not going to be happy unless he names it what you want him to name it anyway. So why don't you just go him. ahead and tell him? I haven't exactly thought, haven't thought it through yet. <laughs> haven't thought it through yet. Um, uh, by the way, uh, a comedian Frank Caliendo has joined us in the studio. Drew, I'm excited. I like Frank Caliendo. Where did we we did a Bob and Tom show together? Yes, we did, and I think we've crossed paths in L.A. And actually, this story you will be able to relate to a degree. This is an L.A. story I'm going to tell today, which I seldom do. Okay, now this is a your, this is from your a work in progress. Once again, without a title. Yes, um, uh, this is a story that's called the Garden of Earthly Delights, and okay. what the story is. This takes place way back. Uh, actually, before I knew you guys, in 1994. Now, um, I tell you this story because when uh, <laughs> every every attraction has to have an equal and opposite reaction, right? Mm-hmm. So, in 1994, I had a the number one agent, the number one manager, and the number one showrunner in Hollywood. I had a sitcom deal with NBC. Warren Littlefield was president then. And it was heavily favored to get picked up. My sitcom was no question. As I say in my story, not only did I have the most powerful consortium of Jews and Gentiles assembled on my behalf, (laughs) but the only other sitcom that NBC was even considering was considered very high risk. An ensemble comedy and word on the street was that the cast was all pretty faces with no comedy background. Uh oh. Yes. As they said, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> so we flash forward a little bit and um, I get a call a couple of weeks later and. Uh, I recognized the voice as my manager's assistant, and I said, hey, Julie, what's up? Um, And she goes, oh, Drew, I'm so sorry. And she said it in a way that it sounded like she'd heard my dog had been hit by a car, except that I don't have a dog. (laughs) And she said, your show didn't get picked up by NBC. They went for the ensemble sitcom. And stunned, I went to hang up the phone, and I said, by the way, what was the name of it? She said, it's called Friends. So that's where we take off today. Okay. So I was (laughs) horror. I was. The story will delve. Next week, I'll read. This is a fairly long story. Next week, I'll read into when I delved into clinical depression and took up gardening. In fact, Frank, Frank, you live in Los Angeles? No. You don't. Have you spent much time there? Enough. Enough. Yeah. So you might know at up on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard in Curson is a large gardening co-op. There's a big walled <laughs> off gardening wow. co-op. Wow. And I took up gardening um, because I'd rather be on my hands and knees groveling in the dirt with than deal with my life. Okay. <laughs> so th- this is an excerpt um, right after my show doesn't get picked up. Okay. I have a saying. 
At the end of the day, the sun doesn't set in Hollywood. It just gives up and drops into the ocean with a bitter hiss. <laughs> it had been nine months since my NBC deal died and friends got picked up. I don't watch any television, but I can tell their show must be popular because I wasn't running into any of the cast members in the coffee houses. Hollywood is a small town. And you generally would run into recognizable actors in line at the coffee bean unless they became a phenom or sensation. Then it became a huge hassle for them to go out in public and you didn't see them anymore. I, on the other hand, could be spotted there with ease and was very approachable. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, honey, it's it's. Oh, I can't think of your name, says some out of town lady to me. Her husband looks at me and says, quit, Susan. You're thinking of Jeff Goldblum, but <laughs> yes, she interrupts. You're Jeff Goldblum, she says to me. No, Susan, he's not. No, Susan, I'm not. <laughs> now it's definitely gotten awkward. The woman peers up at me. Well, then who are you? <laughs> you're, so you're somebody. I just know it. Now, of course... Other people in the immediate vicinity are looking over at me, deciding if I'm anybody. <laughs> they quickly determine I'm no one and turn back to their conversations, except for an effeminate man who gives me a look that says, I think you're somebody. <laughs> As I turn to leave, I hear the woman say to her husband, it's Hollywood. He has to be somebody. So that's where that story's heading. <laughs> I like that very much. Mm -hmm. Do you so, like that? Yeah, so Friends, huh? Yeah, so Friends. What uh, was the name of your show going to be? Buddies. My show was called <laughs> Taking Stock, which ironically, it was a, a show about me being a financial anchor on a very low-level cable TV financial channel and ironically that show actually did become a financial channel show on cnbc 10 years later huh. wow there's a show today called taking stock on cnbc which is exactly and i had things like the predicting chicken that would pack <laughs> pack out stock picks on the floor yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I like friends, but that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who? I well, this would have come out of the genius of Larry Charles, who was a uh, oh, showrunner, big showrunner, oh, huge, yeah, the showrunner, yeah. still is, yeah. Wow. Yes, he was my showrunner on that show. Well, I'd thank, watch thank a you, Drew. Chicken. No, I, I guess we can't say the dates, but Drew yeah. is going to be doing some live, uh, live readings of the uh, once again as yet to be titled book sometime soon we'll let you know where he's going to be and uh, what's going to be happening with i'm him. doing a number of them but i'm also going to be doing um some of my acclaimed stand-up a huge show <laughs> uh, next april, friday april, night april 20th uh, a week yes. from friday at the state theater in beautiful bay city michigan cool that's right looking forward to it okay drew hastings bay city michigan a week from friday at the beautiful state theater thanks drew we'll talk to you next week thanks guys Always thank you drew very handsome man the first show that I was on in L.A. was a show called Hype on the WB. It was a sketch show that was kind of just – I had a development deal, which means that the, the agents had seen – or the, the casting people had seen me, and they gave me money that would be put toward future television. So we did our show on that Warner Brothers lot, 
Nobody ever came to see it. Nobody cared. But Friends was one stage over and the lines were out the door and it was crazy. And so Friends was taped right next to us. And it was surreal how people were trying to get in there. Wow. And we were so jealous because <laughs> we had this crappy TV show that nobody cared about. And there was just, just Mad, Drew Carey was there too. Mad there TV. Is this This pre- was before Mad TV. This was the first thing I got when I went out there. So it was, but it was pretty, pretty surreal. We're, we're, it was, uh, they were doing a lot of press for it at the beginning. It was like, Sunday is hype night on the WB. And then it was just, the WB Sunday. About three weeks later, they gave up on us. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Oh, no, we have uh, we have Mr. Caliendo here in the studio with us. He's our guest host for the next few days. We'll uh, see what's going on in the world of all things Frank. But first, Christy Lee is at the news desk. Speaking of friends and good-looking people, recent research suggests attractive people are more likely to think that life is fair. Study co-author R. Shane Westfall hypothesized that beautiful people receive better treatment, which likely informs their perception of a just world. I believe that. The study also suggests that people who were considered good-looking by their peers were more likely to agree with these statements. Number one. Yes. I feel that people get what they are entitled to have. Totally. (laughs) Two. I feel people who meet with misfortune have brought it on themselves. Absolutely. (laughs) At last. It's like you're reading my mind. Yeah. This study was published in Psychology Reports. See, see, Josh, if you agree with that, it means you're good looking. Right. That's no, yeah, I got I okay. got the bit. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's why he doesn't get any of it. I was amused. <laughs> Don't they say that, was it, to a certain degree, taller people are more taller likely? Taller people, get, good looking people. Get the job interview they win. They win men, menner people. Menner yes. people? <laughs> Lighter <laughs> skinned people. There's, there's all, everybody's uh-huh. discriminated against constantly. Richer so, people. Yeah, good looking, tall, white, and male. Cha ching. Get Drew back on the phone. Let's <laughs> talk to him. Yeah, except that. unless you're, unless you're <laughs> just really angry. <laughs> and then uh, uh, what outweighs that is being a nut job. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's, there's, there's that. And you can be too tall. You think? Sure. Oh, absolutely. You think you Not if be- you're athletic. Um, you can always what kind make of money. Job it is, and what you look. Yeah, basketball. Well, yeah, they, they've done all kinds of studies about this, where they they show pictures of people and which one's more likely to have what job and that sort of thing. <laughs> tall, tall helps you. Yeah, that's I, what, trust me. I and I want to thank Christy. Yeah. I, I I took a book out of the library that I was reading to my uh, to my little five year old girl about being president. Mm-hmm. Sesame Street book, mm-hmm. and which had to take it back to the library. But then I and I tried to find it online, and I couldn't. Christy found it in about three seconds and got it for me. So last night, and I found it seven seconds after that. So I'm reading it to her last night. This is a true story. Reading it to her last night. You read the book over sure. and over again. It's a great story, right? About a, you know, a, a lady. You know, someday a lady becomes president, and um, it was written a long time ago. You can tell because the drawings of the TVs look like old TVs. And then Finn says to me, "Daddy, how come Christy?" <laughs> How come Christy Lee was able to find this book so quickly and we couldn't find it the other night? <laughs> oh, well, I said there's a certain competency in computer use that apparently uh, your daddy doesn't have. Well, I forgot that, you. that yeah. I ordered that book. And when it came to me, it was wrapped like um, like a ransom note. <laughs> it was really? like creepy and weird. And I thought, why is someone sending something to my house? I, I was almost afraid to open it. That was how bad I, I, apparently, I think it's a used book. It's, yeah, I think someone it, had it, it's owned older, it. But, so, but it, I mean, it was still in good shape, and it was, it was, but it was very still nice. kind of very like, sweet. 
It's a very nice. Does thing she like the story? She loves the story. So maybe she'll grow up to be a president. Could be. Mm-hmm. She, well, I think she likes it because the president gets to be in parades and has a cool well, black car. If she's your daughter, she'll grow, up, she'll grow up to be a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> president's father's yes, in I, trouble again. I, I have explained to her my the general difference. general critique of democracy <laughs> and why it doesn't work. I'm sorry. Let's move along. Move along here. Speaking of children. Uh, moms might want to lay off the Mary Jane while feeding baby Jane. Recent research has revealed marijuana. <laughs> Whatever happened to baby Jane? Ends up in the breast milk Ladies of and mothers gentlemen, who an smoke. obscure <laughs> film reference from Josh. Joan Crawford there. Mm. Researchers studied eight recent moms living in Denver, Colorado, who smoked a specific strain of pot before pumping breast milk into a collection kit. About two and a half percent of the amount of that that the mother smoked was found in her breast milk. Of course. Researchers concluded mothers should avoid pot while breastfeeding as there's no known safe amount of THC that a developing brain can be exposed to. Didn't we all know this? this To to that, the pot smoking mother said, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. To which the baby said, mommy, can I have a black light in my room? (laughs) Just put it over the crib. And some potato chips. Man, mm-hmm. man, that nursing child is talking early. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna need a cookie when I have my, my boob milk. Good idea. Oh, oh it's, well. a lot of people do. I, yeah. yeah. Speaking of pot, City Dank is a California pot dispensary, <laughs> but it's come under fire from a similarly named New York bank. Citibank. Oh, the one we've all heard of, yeah. Right, whose logo resembles that of the newly opened marijuana superstore. <laughs> no, the other way around. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> City Group. <laughs> no, I know, I know how it's written. The company of Citibank reached out to the dispensary after the New York Post asked the bank if there was any connection. <laughs> <laughs> if they were smart, they would have gotten into the pot business. Uh, Danielle Romero Aspilos, a spokeswoman for the $182 billion banking giant, says, quote, Unless you're as high as a kite, you know that City isn't affiliated with the business in any way, and we've requested that they stop using City's name and logo. Oh, so the logo looks like Citibank. But yes, but yeah. City Dank. I got it. It's not a bad name for no, a podcast. No, it's not yeah. a bad name at all. You got a joint account? Get it? <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, found ourselves uh, in the presence of comedian Frank Caliendo. Father of two, husband of one. Uh, <laughs> He's a, yes. now, friend of all. Uh, now, your earliest impressions were, of course, of your teachers at school. Uh, yeah, so I used to do. Uh, yeah, can, can you like, do like Mr. Hallinack for us or whatever? Uh, it was Mr. Christensen was the... Uh, he was the uh, G- well, I was U.S. history teacher, mm-hmm. and I knew nothing. He'd always send me to the map because he knew I knew nothing about any of it. Goes, We're going to go to our uh, resident map expert, Mr. Caliendo. Can you show us where the United States is? <laughs> <laughs> I'd point to blue. <laughs> Sit down, Mr. Caliendo. Sit down. He was also the basketball coach, so i just do him. To, We're going to shoot free throws. We're going to run laps. We're going to shoot more free throws. Free throws. <laughs> Sit down, Mr. Caliendo. <laughs> what was the first one you did that worked? An impression, yeah. or like a cat, like a famous actor, or uh, uh, I mean, it was Muppets. Guy. It was Muppets yeah. first, as you could tell by the incredible Miss Piggy. Yes, did I lay down you earlier? <laughs> um, <laughs> amazing. 
Let's see. Uh, I would watch In Living Color. I would watch, uh, you know, the, the these are things I couldn't really use in my act because they were people's characters from sketches, but like the Damon Wayans uh, bum character that... <laughs> my name is Anton. I'm a victim of society. I'm an entertainer. <laughs> yeah. He'd have the pickle in the yes, jar. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Can I sing you a song? Could you do Fire Marshal Bill? Uh, let me show you something. Let's <laughs> say there's a problem. Yeah, because that was like people doing the character so you could... So you could jump on and do those characters, which is what a lot of people do that with impressions now. They just watch other people. I've heard Kevin Pollack. I don't know if I, I, I Kevin Pollack might have been the first person to say this, but I see the same thing he does is people unlock an impression. And then once it's unlocked, everybody can do it. So you watch the person who's figured it out. And it really has to do with cadence. Um with, uh, with I've talked about this before, but with Barack Obama, he would talk slow at the beginning. And speed up at the end. So you could always think, <laughs> how many uh, uh, William Shatners have you heard? How many uh, a high Christopher Walken low in the middle? You know who it is because they all ignore punctuation. You know, yeah. So it's well, if you can get the cadence down, you don't even have to have the, the pitch. So um, I'm probably not answering the question anymore, but it, it, Muppets were the first thing I did, some cartoon kind of characters and stuff like that, stuff I wouldn't even consider really impressions. But, What's the hardest? Who's the hardest one to write for? Because um, sometimes if you have the voice, there's some impressions you see them and you go, "Boy, that's dead on," and you go, "But there's okay." No I, I've had a Bill, I've had a Billy Crystal forever, but I had no idea what I would even do with it. It's one of those voices that just he doesn't do much. Yeah. Sully, you know, yeah. hey, Man, let's so go. Good. Come on, guys, we're going to go over here. It's just one of those things. <laughs> um, but here it works. And uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s one that uh, I'm sure I've done that too for you, but it's the he's the human Twitter feed. Uh, he talks in little phrases and everything's about himself. He could be giving out an Academy Award, which is supposed to be about the nominees, but it would turn it back to him like, these people deserve your applause <laughs> almost as much as I do. Hashtag awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so like, do me a favor. You're doing great right now for you. You know, that's, <laughs> that's he's just, he can just, he can insult you and be posi- <laughs> backhanded compliment for everything. Chick, you do a great job sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank Why don't you, you do me a favor and text yourself? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Frank Caliendo is, in our, is our guest. I, I want to come back with a challenge for Frank Caliendo. You want to know what it's going to be? Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to tease us. Uh, the tease is I want Frank to teach Josh an impression when we come back. Oh, that will be great. Okay. <laughs> See how mad Frank is? <laughs> no, no. I just got to think of something that takes no talent. Uh, <laughs> how, would, how would Robert Downey Jr. say that? Uh, exactly the way he just did. He was still thinking but not using the voice. <laughs> Do me a favor and sit there. <laughs> okay, you're doing chick now. <laughs> Look at right ah, back. Yes, With check. that, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Completely and totally. <laughs> Tom go. We're live in the Napa Auto Parts studios. The room's a little extra handsome today because thank you, thank you. Because Frank Caliendo is yours. Hey, Once again, Ace from Spies Like Us. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. He's in, he's one of the uh, guards at the uh, at Womp headquarters. Uh, here we are. A, in the, uh, when they have a Pepsi. Okay, go we're on. in the Nap Auto Parts studios. Uh, that's Ace, uh, our engineer today. That's uh, that's Chick McGee. That's uh, Joshy. 
And then our guest uh, is uh, Frank Kelly. I know the ladies of the house today would include. We've got a big crowd in here. Yeah. That's the lovely Jessica and the lovely Christy, who's wearing uh, dyed penguin feathers. And, uh, <laughs> Very cute shirt. Hey, hey, penguins aren't using them, right? <laughs> yeah. No, they're peacock. Peacock. Oh, I'm sorry, peacock. So you, did you pluck the peacock yourself, or was that... Made are, by somebody else. No, peacock peacock plucker? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a macaque. Yeah, a peacock? Not a macaque. Not a macaque. Okay. No. I'm sorry, <laughs> Christy. Now, a hunter um, by the name of H&M, I think, took care of that. Oh, very nice. Yeah, skilled, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Frank Caliendo is here with us. Uh, Frank's a very fine comedian. Uh, Frank's on tour, by the way. Lots of different stops, it's including true. the uh, the famous casino swing, mm-hmm. which will uh, take Frank uh, on the through Iowa twentieth, yes, uh, of of April, to the uh, Diamond Joe Worth Casino in Northwood, Iowa. Then it's Davenport, Iowa's Rhythm City Casino Resort on the twenty first. That's a Saturday. Then the Sunday evening, the twenty second, it's the Altoona. That's Altoona, Iowa, near Des Moines, the Prairie Meadow. Is that sounds lovely. Meadow? Prairie Meadow Casino. Yeah. Yes, Doesn't yeah. it? I've been. Have you? Yes. Did you win any money? No, I was uh, doing a show. Oh. Did you win like any money? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, did I earn my money that night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you will, you'll have no trouble, but this was one of those No, weird... I don't think I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just sitting next to you on the show, I <laughs> realized we're very different yes, in terms you're... of performance level. <laughs> But you're doing great. Now you. I would like to. You're doing great for you. Nice job. Just uh, press the cough button when you talk. That'll help us all. (laughs) Oh, you were going to have him. I want to. I want to see if Frank can teach Josh. Oh, that's right. I forgot about it. Now you do lots of different voices. uh, Besides your stand-up, you do uh, a lot of voices. This morning you've done Liam Neeson. You have done Liam. What did I say? Liam. Liam. I'm Liam Neeson. 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 Hi, I'm Liam Neeson for Nissan. Do you seriously know someone named Liam? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, go ahead, Frank. Who, who would you like? What, what's an easy one to teach Josh? Josh is very clever. I don't know about his impression abilities. Uh, I'm not particularly no, no, good at impressions. No, he's B, yeah, he's. I, I'd give him a six out of fourteen, and uh, clever. I'm trying to think who. Um, uh, just t- give me a little of your own voice, so if we can find something. To- well, I think six out of fourteen might be a little low. It's not okay. So you can go to a deeper register. Um, talk as quietly as you can and say this. Talk, talk as about as slowly as possible. In my own voice, talk yeah. as slowly as possible. Now bring it back down a little lower. A little lower. A little We're trying to work on a Morgan Freeman here. I see. Oh. No, no, you tried. And like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is not going to go well. No. Uh, no, no, you can get it. You can get it. Don't talk it, like more. No, why, why did you all of a sudden you're starting to talk? You I feel like it's in the back of the throat. It's, it's very. The, the truth is. Mm-hmm. Truth is. Say truth is true. Tr- li- don't but don't do this. You're doing you're doing something to truth is. <laughs> truth is the truth is the truth is truth is. Let's truth get there. Is. Let's try something different. Um, <laughs> let's try anything else. Uh, maybe maybe think maybe think in terms of uh, Josh is a great Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn? Oh, you got a Fred Gwynn? You have a Fred Gwynn? I don't, I, 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 oh, oh, yeah, I forgot about Herman that. Yeah, it's, okay, yeah. it's a passable. 
Herman Munster? Okay. No, so sometimes. It's from pet, the Pet Cemetery thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. But I can't, I, I'm terrible at doing them when, I, when people are, want me. Yeah, yeah. But as Don Myrera would say, it's probably the right time to do it. <laughs> right or wrong. I, no offense. <laughs> Go ahead. Sometimes dead is better. That's, yeah, we, we do ah. that. Uh, it's not good when I have to do it on demand. I liked it. I can, can kind of do Fred Flintstone. Okay, let's hear that. You know, Bon. Yeah, that's that's not bad. You know, Bon. Bonnie. Bonnie. There you go. Those are my fruity pebbles. Are you Fred? Can you do Barney and he could do Fred? Are you Fred? I got your fruity pebbles. You know, Bon. I suck, I suck when, I have to, when I'm asked to do it. Like, uh, just um, rumble. Rumble a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, no, I you know. No, you no. can't. No, I, no, I can't need, do them. I think I, the problem is you need some content. You're, 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 you're no, I, no, no, I have need never, I've need never been able to do <laughs> content. Doesn't seem to be an voices on demand. Yeah, ever. All right, so uh, I can't do accents you know either. What? You know what? Don't do an accent right now. Yeah, no, I won't. I told you not. To. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, try an Irish or something. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, you understand? Oh, that feels so good. Like this is one of the greatest. Those are me lucky charms. Sorry, sorry. how about this? I said uh, Chick well, McGee. No, I'm Chick- here for two more days. I can have him. Oh, there we go. I will have him by uh, Thursday. Thursday, which is two more days from now. Thank you. Who helped me on that? Who said that? You did it by yourself. Thank you. Very oh, much. Tom. Tom did. Uh, by Thursday, I will have him ready for his Saturday Night Live audition. <laughs> what do you have to do? Two characters and then uh, five minutes or something? Or um, I, I don't. It doesn't matter because we're going to have thirty-seven characters. Okay. And fifty-two impressions. Now, chick, you could do uh, a passable Jeff Goldblum. Well, I, not in front of Frank. Oh, yeah, I, see, well, see it's, it's, it's not right. like it's not like you've never uh, done it before. I, every, I've tried. Every, I've tried. No, I haven't. Time. No, I haven't. No, uh, I, wait a minute. Wait a second. I want to read Drew Hastings' book. I do. I do. I do. I do because. I'm not him, yes, I am. <laughs> it's great that he's back, too, because now he's in Marvel movies, which you don't watch. Yep. Everybody's going to be in a Marvel movie by the end. Yeah. Every, yeah. every famous person. But he was gold-blooming himself up. <laughs> yes. Oh. Ah, yes, yes. My shoulders are up and down. <laughs> like I'm trying to wiggle out of a Houdini. Uh, I don't know the word. <laughs> which one is Jeff Goldblum in? Uh, Thor. Thor. The latest Thor. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Is that, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Is that, one, is that one already come and gone? It's great. Yes, and it was, it's considered one of the the best. Have you not seen it? No, I know. As you know I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't, I don't care for superhero movies. I thought oh, you would Black love Panther Jeff Goldblum was in this terrible and stupid and... Well, we're going to solve all the world's problems by having a karate fight. Well, wasn't that? Wait, 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 isn't that? They're the most technologically advanced civilization, mm-hmm. and they 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 find a leader of their monarchy <laughs> by battle of brute strength. It's so stupid. That made no sense to me. No, it's it's way overhyped. It was very Hunger Gameish. The Jeff Goldblum character too. Ah, I think. Yeah. yes, yeah. but Thor. <laughs> Cut his hair. <laughs> yes, he yes. did. Yes. He Very did. different. The golden locks. I did not like that. Are, you didn't. You no, didn't. I like oh, the long no, hair. No, long hair. <laughs> Very. Uh, Christy likes hair that's like her own. Yes, I do. <laughs> she looks at Thor and goes, "That's me uh, from Asgard." Yeah. <laughs> We're hanging out with Frank oh, Caliendo. Like <laughs> uh, um, up next, yeah? Yoko Ono in the news. Yeah. 
for something rather weird uh, that's <laughs> sort of interesting, I think. And um, call 911 if you see this. We'll find out what that is. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. We're coming to you live from the Napa Auto Parts studios. Black, black, gray, red, red. flannel, oh, I we black. Were roulette. Uh, blue. Those are the colors of the shirts. You figure out who's wearing them. Here in the Napa Auto Parts studio. <laughs> Seems like you have an unfair advantage. <laughs> we like to set up an adversarial relationship right from the get-go. Hey, you can listen or not. Kiss my ass. All right. Okay. Uh, we have a great guest. He's our guest host for the next couple of days. He is Frank Caliendo, father of two. He's got two great kids, a wonderful yeah, wife who's done great. a lot to straighten She's him out over the years. Yeah, He's got a couple of true. couple of brothers. I'm not going to say which one is uh, my favorite. It's and, National uh, Sibling Day. You can't single out one. National Sibling Day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, speaking of siblings, uh, my sister Jan was here from England over the weekend. Yes, yes she was. There's a nice picture of Christy and my sister uh, that was taken the other night. And Jan you is took current- it. Thank you. Who took it? You did. I did? Yeah, I should have given you photo credit. I had on no that. idea I took that picture. Are you kidding me? I thought yes. that was Dean's friend that took that picture. No, you okay. took that picture. No idea. Uh, my sister's on the cover of uh, Harper's Bazaar this month. Harper's Bazaar Netherlands, yes. Yes, kind of a weird, obscure thing to be doing. Uh, uh, speaking of cover boys, look at that man over there. That's Frank Kelly. Oh, yeah. Cover boy. Uh, <laughs> hey, the, you know, cover boy. Cover boy. Yeah. Now, um, hey. I heard this when I was <laughs> – I, I remember I was, I, this was years and years ago, and it sounds like one of those really phony Hollywood stories. I think it was on Johnny Carson or something, and he had one. Of, he had some impressionist on, and he told the story of how he couldn't get a reservation for dinner at some fancy restaurant, so he called in as Jimmy Stewart or something. Remember this? Am I? It sounds like a Rich Little story. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it sounds really kind of you know fake. So, Frank, <laughs> have you ever tried to call in to get a reservation? I assuming it's someone who's alive. With an introduction <laughs> like that, how can you not? Remember? Yeah, no, no, no. I call, you call in, in as George uh, W. Bush. <laughs> No, I don't think I've ever done anything like that. Uh, that would be a good Morgan Freeman call, though. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> you having the tables open at 5 p.m. here at the Olive Garden? <laughs> Early bird? I'll be, I'll be looking to join with a couple of my friends. <laughs> uh, so you get the, that's Caliendo. <laughs> Mr. Caliendo. You're doing, see, that, that's when people who don't do voices, when they do, try to do voices, they do a weird thing. Or Sorry. No, I was trying to see if we could extend this. We oh. a lot of time to kill. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, we've, we, uh, Frank and I have each been giving a list of... What uh, is this list, though? It's, it's sort of popular impressions. It's, it's Tom, a list of celebrities. Do, a lot of people do a Tom Selleck? What? Yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. There's that's number one. On here, right? I, I, Tom Selleck doesn't make sense. Uh, Mike Myers people probably do. That's right. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or throw me a freaking bone. Uh, Those are great. I love yeah, both of them. Yeah, that's, I'm pretty brilliant. And uh, <laughs> Dana Carvey, I think people probably do Dana Carvey impressions. Too. Yeah, or the, his characters. Well, you were saying that. You, I think you were about yeah. to say before, sometimes w- w- there's a common impression. People start doing an impression of the other impressions that the way, all the the way he does it. Yeah. I'm just going through some of these. They're interesting. The Arnold is uh, Danny DeVito. Do you hear a lot of people doing a Danny? <laughs> uh, that's all I can do. Uh, 
Sylvester Stallone. Uh, that's all you got. Now, is, is Jodie Foster on there? Because I, I don't want to point uh, to the, uh, some Silence of the Lambs. I don't see. Yeah. Do you want to hear yeah. it, uh, Frank? Well, no, you did the Chickapay one too, didn't you? Uh, Mel, no, that's Dino. Gilbert Dino Gottfried. Oh. I can't believe it. That's one of the craziest things <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. Wow. Gil- uh, Gilbert was just here, and that's dead on. Yeah. Why is somebody? Why? Why is Chick? Even in the country. <laughs> That's a question I've asked myself today. Thank you, Frank. Ray Romano's on it. I know, Ma. That's good. <laughs> Yay. Oh, I know. Good job, John. Good boy, Josh. Do it again. It's pretty extreme. And it's on demand. That was great. <laughs> Come on. I know, Ma. Deborah's a bad cook. <laughs> Raymond, Raymond. Uh, uh, Ray. uh, Frank, just uh, can, you, can you allow Raymond? Chick? Raymond, what is going on here, Ray? Can you allow Chick to do his? Uh, yeah, oh, Jody Foster. I think it's Doctor Lecter. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah, yes, you may. Hmm. What about the lambs? No, you ask me. What about the lambs? You hear the lambs? The sounds of the lambs. <laughs> See, that's great. You, you, can, you know who else you can do right. then is Orson Welles. Austin Well. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, yeah, the, yeah no, I didn't no, I never fun. made that connection there. No, but. you should have. Um <laughs> How about Jack Black? Legend of the Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Dude. Oh All right. Gosh. That sounds pretty cool. Um Chris Rock. I can't believe it just said that. <laughs> Can you do a Nicolas Cage? Uh Sarah, uh, let me see if I can. I have, to, I have to work through it somewhere in here. Uh, don't, don't touch the bunny, right? Don't, uh, yeah. Con hair. Don't touch the bunny. Uh, the, the, the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Which, it's funny because it's becomes, yeah, it becomes Keanu Reeves yeah. just by doing really easy, this. Yeah. And then if you harden it up, it becomes Jim Rome. Oh, how ridiculous <laughs> that these are all so close. Like, Chris Rock, I can't believe you're doing this right now. Turn it down, and it becomes Tara Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this yeah. is fascinating. What's he going to be hanging out with Frank Caliendo? Frank's looking over a list. That's of, amazing that you can just look at a. That's. Well, I'm, I can do it. I mean, this, it, it, it seems like I'm coming up with these. I'm only picking the ones I can do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's an honesty factor to that. But you can find sometimes... Oh, you mean you're not going to do Barbara Walters? Uh, <laughs> I am Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> then I do what everybody does, too, is you say the name, like yeah. magically, <laughs> yeah. that it's going to make ah. everybody believe it. But there was something... I talked to Mike McRae about this years ago. There is something about saying the name over and over that uh, that unlocks it for you sometimes. It's it, And it's finding that cadence... Uh, in between those, uh, like with Seinfeld, uh, the, instead of doing just Jerry Seinfeld, is this kind of a thing? It's the yell that it comes from. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> and then you try and bring it back. Like that's a that's why I try and get like different. Like uh, um, Forrest Gump is one. Please, somebody say I do a Tom. You, they go, I do Tom Hanks, and then they'll do Forrest Gump. But hey, he's talking like this, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to try and find his actual voice. It's in there somewhere. Uh, Madison, 
I'm trying to figure out what that is on the air, spending a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> That's right. We got time. I have but no content. You can find it from their laugh, though, too, sometimes, because Tom Hanks says that. <laughs> there's, there's something in the laugh that, sh- that unlocks the voice for you. Yeah, if you yell so, Wilson. Wilson! Yeah. Wilson! And, they, and then... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah so if you can figure it out uh yeah but then it's like what do you find i've seen people who do way better impressions than i do on youtube now there's some people that do such amazing dead-on voices but there's no character behind it so then it becomes like they're just doing movie lines and it's great on the internet for a short um mm-hmm. but you can for a short little excerpt and it could get thousands and thousands of retweets and, or whatever, but you can't do it in a sketch because it's just that little piece. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I look for the what's the character in it? What can I do with it to make it more character-y? And then people go, you're not that good at it. Well, I'm just trying to do – if you listen to Dana Carvey, his are usually a little higher pitched. And it's because that's where his voice is. But he makes them so good and makes them cartoon characters. Phil Hartman was the best of all time of being doing an impression. And he still sounded like Phil Hartman, but you believed him doing the impression. He just sold it. Will Ferrell does it, too. He's not a great impressionist, but he sells the stuff. His George W. Bush was not great. He just kind of looked like him. And he's funnier than everybody else. So it's that that's the kind of thing that But you've always talked about that about the early days of Saturday Night Live yeah. and how they would sell people that Sure, uh, Dan Aykroyd looked nothing like Nixon. Right. He had a mustache. He'd have leave the mustache. I am not It was a shaver. It was still it was still funny. We're hanging out with Frank Caliendo. We will continue to do so. Uh, we have a lot of other things to get to here. We have Yoko Ono. We have Lindsey Buckingham being fired from Fleetwood Mac. I don't know if you heard about that yesterday. That's weird. That is really weird. Isn't she doing like some casinos in Iowa? <laughs> He. 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 Lindsay's a he. Oh, Lindsay. Oh, yes. I, not, 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 I, just, I wasn't even thinking about what. <laughs> I was thinking about my plugs. Frank, you're doing no, Frank didn't even listen to what your words were. You, you want to hear what I heard? I heard, me, 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 me. How can I work a casino in? <laughs> it was Beaker. Me, 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 me. Welcome to Muppet Labs, where the future's being made today. Welcome, my assistant, Beaker. Beaker. Me, 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 me. Oh, God, that makes me so happy. Where the future's being made today. I got to remind you about the tax. Season. Oh, anybody uh, else? Uh, I was on the it. phone yesterday with Tom, the tax accountant. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't really believe in violence, but could we find some of these places that don't get you the K ones and have them removed from Earth? You know what I'm talking about. You don't, you don't have time. The K ones. I never heard of the, the K ones. Never mind. If oh, anyone else K-1s. is out there suffering from this, oh, that's that's a long, boring story. But God, it's oh. ruining my life. Okay. okay. Um, when we come back, we have nine one one. Why you should call it, why you shouldn't. Yoko Ono in the news. Lindsay Buckingham out. Star Wars trailer, too. A Fleetwood Mac. This is the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> oh, these uh, are, I, I'm sorry. Sadly, yes. Welcome back are. to the Bob and Tom Show. Bumble. You need Christy. Bumble. No, I'm not doing Bumble. I tried, remember? Um, we are in the Napa Auto Parts studios. This music makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Look at how handsome that man is over there. That's Ace Cosby. Thank you. And uh, let's see over there. That's another handsome man. That's Ernest Hemingway with... Oh, wait a minute. That's that's Chick McGee. Dude, what's up? How's it going? I like your hat, Chick. Thank you. As bland as I, I hoped it would be. It goes with everything. attention for it. No, yeah, yeah. Right. Gray, and, gray and black. Right. It says uh, sorrow and pain. Um, we no. have... Uh, <laughs> It says never. It says, says cool and fashionable. Yes. It says, it says I tried to wear my favorite hat and no one liked it. It says ignore me. What's Spent your all favorite morning. hat? 
Oh, is it the Redskins hat? Redskins hat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, wearing the uh, Bob and Tom t-shirt. Very, very nice. That's uh, the lovely Jessica Alsman. Hello. Hi, Alsie. And then uh, Frank Caliendo is currently doing his impression of... The Invisible uh, Man. Going to the bathroom. It's, and it is, it is <laughs> rock solid. The funniest thing going on here uh, is behind the scenes. Have you gone to the men's room and tried to flush the toilet yet? Oh, no. No, I just went to the ladies' room. I heard you, it. Yeah. You hold the You hold the lever and wait like 45 <laughs> seconds and it goes... <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, flush. I think that, I think the chain needs to be shortened on the uh, that uh, rubber disc well, thing. We apparently, but, but at least we're flushing. We can't yeah. get her fixed, so mm-hmm. it's been that. Yeah. I was actually in fun. the ladies' room. And. Toilet seat? I had to adjust the camera. Also, uh, <laughs> uh, weren't you somewhere over the weekend? I went to a Walker Stalker Con in yes. Chicago. Oh, Delightful. Oh, did you? Tom's favorite. Yes. Yeah. Do you know who walk? You know what she's talking about. Is this about? primarily a Walking Dead convention? So they actually combined it with the Fan Fest, the Heroes and Villains. So it was actually like the Arrow cast was there. And Our Flash friend Drew Powell was there. He from was Gotham. there, mm-hmm. but I didn't pay to meet in him. In Chicago, <laughs> yes, I didn't pay. To I was meet like, him. I'll catch you in Indy. <laughs> Is it true coming here this week? I do not know. He, he, was, he was just here like yeah. a couple weeks he's ago. He's here this weekend. I think he's coming in. Uh, there's Frank Caliendo. Let's get back to reality. Here. Yeah, Frank, I had an awkward moment. Okay. Um, oh, working with the toilet in there that doesn't flush? Yeah. So mm. I'm oh, real worried about uh-huh. it. Yeah. And then I opened up the back of the tank and pulled the, the chain. I was the just saying myself. the chain needs to be fixed. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah. That so, uh, but I didn't. There are certain we were talking about things that while I didn't want anybody to see or know about. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you, brother. There's yeah. a certain level of uh-huh. friendship that we have, yeah, and it right. ends at sure. the painter's room. What's on the right. outside, okay. you know? Right. And then there's that embarrassing moment that you don't want to talk about. Well, we've all had, we've had a couple of big stories about that lately. Glad Gosh. people warned me You haven't me lived to your stay. You're staying at someone's house when you're very young. And <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> <laughs> your early 20s and your. Hmm. Impressionable living young a, man. Living a, they live in a small house. I don't remember any details mm. in Dunwoody, Georgia. <laughs> Ranch house on a slab. And uh, the old man has to take a coat hanger <laughs> to the bathroom. Mm. To clear the wow. toilet. Try to, uh, and then he's the whole time, doors open, critiquing mm. what he's doing for everyone to hear. Oh. Okay. Looking at someone going, what the hell We're not going to tell that story. Boy. We have um, a couple things we have to get to in the world of news. Frank Caliendo on tour. I'll give you some of those dates in just a second. But first, Christy Lee, what have you got? A rock valued at $17,500, part of a Yoko Ono art installation, was stolen from a Toronto museum. Fine, next. The rock rock inscribed by Yoko with the words, love yourself, was part of the interactive exhibit called Yoko Ono, the riverbed. That's been Uh, seen by ones of people. (laughs) The Garnier Museum. Police spokesman Gary Long told the Toronto Sun, quote, there's a bunch of rocks on the ground and people can walk up to them and pick them up. The suspect just picked it up and walked away with it. Toronto police tweeted surveillance photos of the woman and asked for the public's help in identifying her. So they couldn't just take another rock? And of course they could. It? And write on it with a Sharpie? And how much was it worth? $17,500. No, it's not. Who put that number? Yeah, on who it? values that? Yeah, it's not a diamond or anything. It's no. just a stone that a she rock. wrote on. Love yourself, which means nothing really. <laughs> you got to love yourself before you can love someone else, Josh. Uh, on the other hand, though, I, I would <laughs> that say is true. If you have a so-called interactive art exhibit, if I mean, had the Mona Lisa been interactive without the velvet ropes, that thing would have been gone after about three weeks. You can't really have people touching the art like that. 
and not expect someone, especially if it's just a, a common stone. This the seventeen point five thou. I'm rocks aren't art. You can write anybody can write on a rock. <laughs> uh, it's, you, uh, anything is art if we label it as such. Yeah, I know, I know. Frank just left some art. <laughs> exactly. We could sell that. Oh, I bet we could sell that's that. A, that's a sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I had to work really hard to learn how to work those muscles that way. Maybe someone will return that artwork through the window of the museum. Oh. Uh, this seems to be a pretty. I, I wonder if they're valuing it at seventeen point five for the insurance. I can't imagine the insurance company would go. Yeah, just all those stones yeah, are we'll seventeen thousand apiece. Yeah, and there are hundreds of stones in this thing. I gather. Mm. Well, tell me about Lindsey Buckingham getting kicked out of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, it looks like the decision was not his. The band put out a statement yesterday announcing their upcoming tour, and in an almost oh, by the way, Buckingham won't be with the tour this time around. They wished Buckingham all the best going forward. Now, are these facts or just rumors? <laughs> Oh, oh nice. 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 Those are <laughs> Okay. It's unclear what triggered the split with one of the group's longest Chick? tenured members. I got a, I got a couple guesses. <laughs> Lindsey Buckingham joined Fleetwood Mac in 1974, along with girlfriend at the time, Stevie Nicks. Uh, he will be replaced by two Nicks, great right? guitar players, Neil Finn of Crowded House and Mike Campbell, who was with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. But, I mean, Lindsey Buckingham I know. wrote half their hits. I don't know how they did that. Yes, why why isn't you... Campbell playing with Tom Petty anymore? Tom wow. Petty died. Wow, are you a jackass? God. <laughs> well, I'm in the presence Got the of tool greatness. of the week, Dean. Write that down. Um, jackass. But can you imagine... I don't like you anymore. Can you imagine <laughs> what Lindsay had to have done finally? I mean, I can't, I can't imagine these... Isn't he working notoriously with, with him for more than... He's, he's, he's been in here and he exhibited it. We all know he's it. He's been in here and he was kind of... Uh, he was okay after a while. He and uncharacter- I Yeah, he apologized to all of us because he was so awful, but still... He, Does he that was, make it okay it. to be awful? No, if you're always awful. Yes. And you just apologize after no, being doesn't. awful? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make it okay. I imagine, no, it doesn't. I imagine it's very tough. They're all... You know, super talented, and who knows what happened. I mean, I, I've always wondered, how did Dickie Betts, how do you get kicked out of the Allman Brothers back in the day? I mean, there's, that's rough. <laughs> you know, when half the band is stoned all the time. And uh, what do you have to do to get kicked out of the Allmans? And I finally read about it. Found, I found out. What? You have to be so drunk all the time you can't play anymore. Uh, ah. That'll do it, yeah. Yeah, once the shells are affected, you would think yeah. that mm-hmm. would be. Okay. Michael Bolton so taken with Detroit that he's made a movie about it. Really? According to this story, he was researching the album A Tribute to Hitsville, USA, when he realized Detroit's strengths are being overlooked. So he created an uplifting film called American Dream Detroit. Hmm. It features interviews with natives like Aretha Franklin, your favorite Smokey Robinson, Let's yeah. Take a Love Bath Baby, Alice Cooper, Francis Ford Coppola, and Jerry Bruckheimer. The film will be shown in theaters for one whole day, May 15th. Oh, one of those special Ooh. event things? Cool. Yes. And speaking of movies, if you want to get a peek at the new Star Wars film, check out the latest trailer for Solo, A Star Wars Story. The clip features a young Han Solo and a 190-year-old Chewbacca. Woody Harrelson is also featured in the clip. He plays a criminal who helps school Solo in the ways of law-breaking. That movie is set for May 25th release. Okay. I can out-Josh Josh. Okay. Yes. Hey, you know what they could do with Lindsey Buckingham not being in uh, Fleetwood Mac anymore? No, what? They could bring back Bob Welch. The sides were like glass, thick of a forest without a road. I liked Sentimental Lady. That was a great song. And if any- Is he dead? He's dead. Ah, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. Don't be sorry. Just trying to take your 
<laughs> I understand uh, Bob Welch. There's man. nothing funny down that road road. And Bob Welch never paid off on a bet, right? No, he sure didn't. Never. No, Not always. Once. <laughs> always Not good. Not once. <laughs> I, thought, I loved the Bob Welch. I, I did loved too. Hypnot- That's one of the greatest songs ever. But uh, sadly, he is, he is also deceased. Very sad. That song, it was, uh, the song you just played was yeah, one of them? Yeah, you ever heard this one? Sounds a little lame never. to me. Oh, you know, some, you know why you would love this song, you incredible jackass? <laughs> because this song is about you. Wait a minute. I think we've got a new show. We're just all of a sudden totally honest on the air. Let's go. Let's Callie, do I don't put that phone down or I'm going to shove it up. Let's do it. I'm reading about people coming up. See the sides were like glass and the thick of a forest. Without a road. Okay, the sides were I'm like sorry, glass. It's not kind of lame. It's really lame. In the thick oh, of a forest. It's a mess. Without it, a road. It's good. Maybe you hear it once or twice a year. Yeah. You, Jack. It's the truth. Keep listening. See if you pick up. And if any man's hand ever made that land, then I think it would have showed. Pick it up on what this is about. And that's why it seems like it's about flying saucers. I like his voice a lot. I do. It's, is it, that it, Bob Welch? Yeah. Or Welch? It's, it's a really good song. I, you're not, I'm not. This isn't fair to just play a touch. But it's about one of your favorite things, which is uh, UFOs and you know, creepy, un, unexplainable stuff. Sure, I like, I, like, uh, I like that stuff a lot. It's a really good song. I'll give it a shot. Uh, now, um, speaking, so, speaking of weird, hypnotized stuff, so you went to what convention, Jess? It was a Walker Stalker con. What's, what's so the Walker Stalker? Basically anything undead, you know, celebrating the Walking Dead. Got the big season mm-hmm. finale Sunday and then Fear the Walking Dead season premiere back to back and then there was also the fan fest the heroes and villains so and our friend drew powell was there yes from gotham. he's a, he's the a gotham cast was solomon there. grundy yeah mm-hmm. lots from okay. the arrow so it was really cool luke cage was there wow who's so the actual Electra, luke cage uh mike coulter oh the guy who plays him yeah <laughs> that'd be even cooler yeah mm. but your iron man uh robert downey jr would kill there yeah. Love it. Huge. They would get. I. I yeah, think I'm sure it's fantastic. Would you pay to see Robert <laughs> yeah, Downey yeah. Jr.? Time to yes. go to Walker Stalker. Do me a favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time is why you're not there. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, chick. <laughs> I don't want to get that close to people. All right. <laughs> You've already mastered There's a story for Josh. Maybe I could teach Chick the chick some. He gets them quickly. Everybody silent. Story for me. The garage in El Cerrito, California. Start over what? The garage in El Cerrito, California, where Metallica wrote the Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets albums. Yes. Long gone. But. What happened to it? Well, it was torn down, but singer James Hetfield wanted to um, go back and he wanted to take that garage and put it into a rehearsal space because he wanted to save it. When he found out it was torn down, he was pretty upset, but apparently a fan and a friend had taken some of the wood, so he um, had a guitar built from that wood and is now touring with it. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm never a big fan of that. Just learn to sing everywhere, James. You don't need it. Doesn't have to be the same place. No, no. I, but I could, that's kind of cool. But yeah, he named it Carl because the garage was located on Carlson Boulevard. But he made a guitar out of the. That's the super cool. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Josh, you know the desk at my house. You know what it's made of? No wood. Concrete. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it? Uh, is it wood? Is it marble? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. It's made of wood. Do you want to know what kind of wood it is? What I'm kind not of wood? Tell you. The, the resolute desk. Pine. Remember no. the main? Cherry. What are you trying to tell me? Some exotic balsa wood. No, it's from the fr- it's the front door of my house that was built in 1932. Wow, that's pretty cool. So it's uh, so it's just you the top, stole then. the door from the house that you grew up in. 
No wonder no, no, they no, no. It's the house that I bought. Does it have a knob just sticking on the top? Oh. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Only when Tom's seated at it. Oh, I thought you took the door off the house that you grew up in. And well, that would be really funny. That would of course, be... the people who live there now might be upset. <laughs> oh, it's a door yeah. made in 1930 or something out of solid wood, and That's I took cool. it off the front of the house, and now it's a desk. It's super cool. What's that is cool. I'd like to my, see it. My house right now, mm-hmm. uh, my front door is made out of my old desk. Oh, fascinating. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. That's really wild. That's something see how this all comes together? Yeah. Kind of sticks out. But yeah, so proud of yourself. I mean, it doesn't look right, but it's interesting. Uh, you have to how crouch a little. W. Bush have said that? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> he loves this. My, my, uh, my front door yeah. uh, in Crawford mm-hmm. sure. is uh-huh. made out of my, uh, the, uh, my old uh, Oval, uh, Oval Office desk. Oh, you just took it? <laughs> Clinton did it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it, too. <laughs> No, I, I, I think it's cool that he's got a guitar made out of that wood. Yes. That is cool, yeah. It's kind of fun. Mine's made out of iron. Okay. <laughs> uh, sure. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Wouldn't Downey Jr. Now, Josh, I, I know you're kind of a, uh, you like the same stuff Jessica likes, the uh, the geeky uh, sci- sci-fi cars. stuff. Do you have any um, objects in your apartment of any uh, significance to some movie or some uh, Oh, geeky sci-fi thing. I know you got a lot of books, but you right. Have- I don't have any actual props. Oh, you know what? I do have. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. I do have some. This. I do have some dirt from the um, <laughs> the lawn where the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was filmed, which is pretty geeky. <laughs> Gee, really? I'm an ass that for having a desk made out of my door. That might be the ultimate geek thing yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah, that's real nerdy. So that's the thing you're supposed to pick up. Yeah, I ordered some other Texas Chainsaw thing. It was like a, I don't know, a figure or oh, something. No, no, no. The best part is that you believe that's that That's what I was actually- going to say. Chrissy and I are on the same. Could be dirt from the guy's backyard. Uh, It came with a certificate of authenticity. (laughs) Not anyone can print those out. That's right. Indicating it's authentic. Yes. Thank you. They grade it and everything. 9.9. It could just be dirt from anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Friday the 13th is coming up. Friday, yes. Are we going to have a marathon? Yes. Are you you guys going to run? Oh, oh please. Not. No, yeah, let's not be ridiculous. Uh, Josh always puts up a little a movie on his uh, Instagram about Friday the 13th. Oh, I used to on Vine, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I Forgive me for being an idiot. I don't know which franchise, if you will, of which who, who's in that one. Jason Voorhees, oh, that's uh, the Freddy. hockey masked killer. No, that's the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Oh, sorry. Okay. I've never watched any of them. Frank, you like a horror film? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I appreciate the yes and. But... Yeah, I just try to be a part of whatever you're doing over there. <laughs> <laughs> you're turning into Norm McDonald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you uh, do you like the the, uh, the horror films? I do. Yeah, I enjoy them. Norm. Yeah, but you know what? I, you know what the uh, <laughs> you know the movie that I liked was the uh, the Candyman. You remember the Candyman? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> you look into a mirror and you say Candyman three times, and then the Candyman appears. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> So you you know that after the third one he's going to show up, right? Uh-huh. But yeah. you're still scared. And the scariest thing in the movie is like a door opening somewhere. <laughs> That's usually what scares me, you know. Not the uh, not the Candyman. When I see the Candyman, I just start thinking of uh, what's that guy's name? Was one of the uh, Rat Pack? Sammy Davis. Sammy Jr. Davis Jr. That mm-hmm. guy. He was. A, he should have shown up. Yeah. <laughs> like you say, uh, 
You said Candyman three times, and Sammy Davis Jr. comes back from the dead. That, you know that with the one eye uh-huh. thing there? That's you don't know where he's looking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Norm. Did you ever hear of the grocery the store? <laughs> Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. That was uh, Sammy Davis Jr. doing Here Come the Judge. See, he appeared magically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did the Candyman kill people after you called him three times? Oh, yeah, he had a hook. Well, then why would you call him? That doesn't make sense. Because it's... Uh, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say it the third time. They wouldn't have much of a movie. Right. If, you, yeah. if you say, hey, you got to say Candyman three times, and people are just going around saying it twice. Yeah. <laughs> that's just uh, normal. That's day. just every other movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a boring one. You know? <laughs> Thanks, Norm McDonald. Yeah. Frank Caliendo is here <laughs> with us. Uh, by the way, Frank is uh, going to be hitting several casinos. By the way, I want to mention prior to that. Is he stealing stuff from the casinos? I said hitting. What did I say? You said hitting the casinos. No, I said he's going to be hitting them. He will be arriving. I know, but that's like, isn't that what you say when you're going to hit the bank? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the robbers hit the casino. Yeah. Really? No, if you say, hey, I'm going to hit on Christy. Well, that's different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you say, I hit Christy, they don't mean they struck you in an unpleasant manner. They're taking this over. You're going to hit that? I should shut up. Yes. What it means is it implies some kind of sexual Congress. Right. Not with an entire Congress, by the way. Let's not be ridiculous. No, they're busy enough with their own sexual Congresses. For a long time, but it's not been that long. You know, this is probably the worst plug you've ever gotten, Frank. I have yet to mention any of the dates or the locations. How about that? Earlier in the show, you're rivaling. Okay. April 13th is Port Charlotte, Florida. The 20th is the the uh is the uh diamond joe worth casino in northwood iowa that's uh the that's friday saturday april 21st davenport iowa's rhythm city casino and resort april 22nd altoona that's des moines iowa prairie meadow casino it's all happening we are right back up next it's uh why you don't want to call 911 at the wrong time this is the bob and tom show welcome back to the bob and tom show thanks very much for joining us we are in the napa auto parts studios Got a big crowd in here. That's Ace running the controls. Thank you, Ace. That's Chick McGee over there. That would be uh, Jessica. That would be Frank Caliendo, comedian on his way to the big casino tour. That's Josh. That's Christy. This is Tom speaking. We were talking to Jessica about the... uh, Walker. the Walker, Walker Stalker, Stalker Con. Convention. Walker yeah. Stalker. Do people dress up as zombies? Oh, yeah. Zombies and characters from the show. Who did and you dress up as? I didn't dress up. I really want to dress up sometime. As a zombie? Uh, it depends. Got to carry that makeup around. Bathroom's hard to go to. Oh, I had a friend who was a real zombie. Really? Yeah. He betrayed me. He's dead to me now. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine is on uh, Walking Dead. Oh, really? Ross Marquand. He... Yeah, yeah, he's very good. Terrific. I enjoy him. Incredible impressions. Yes, he really, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. He's got some great impressions. Yeah, um, I he saw the video. The, another uh, reason that like impressions are difficult, he had the greatest Kevin Spacey in the world. Yes. Mm. Like you would die now. And, and Kevin Spacey is a great impressionist. Yes, he is. He is. I don't know if he's allowed to even be. <laughs> yeah, right now. I don't think we're even allowed to say his name, are we? Not yes. three times or he'll appear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the candy man. Yeah, yeah, you say Kevin Spacey three times, and you know what happens? What? <laughs> he shows up in your dressing room. <laughs> he hits on you, yeah. <laughs> not you, Christy. Yeah, not me. I'm safe with him. Uh, a northern Michigan resident had an unwanted encounter with an eight-legged intruder earlier this month. 
So what was her solution? Call police. Oh. According to the Everett Police Department in Osceola County, officers were dispatched to a home in the small northern Michigan city after a resident called 911 asking for assistance in killing a spider Thursday. Mm-hmm. Despite the caller's seriousness with the issue, the caller was quickly informed that killing a spider is not a police matter and their calling of 911 constitutes misuse of the emergency system. Well, I... Uh I believe that she had swallowed a fly. <laughs> no, is that right, Norm McDonald? Well, I don't know why. <laughs> what she swallowed the fly. What, well, what, what, do you, you, what do you think about it? Is anything going to happen to her? Well, perhaps <laughs> she'll die. <laughs> huh. Now, she, uh, now, I also do this, uh, <laughs> yes. this old lady yeah. right? who swallowed a spider. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wiggled and jiggled uh-huh. yeah. deep, 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 deep down inside spider, her. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, she swallowed the spider to. Uh, why did she? Why did she swallow it? Oh yeah, she swallowed the spider to catch the fly. Now again, I may have told you this before. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. Well, I hope I wish the best for. Her. Well, yeah, but perhaps she'll die. I just spit out, just spit out uh, some of this. Uh, Raisin I've been making myself, this uh, raisin mm-hmm. brand here. So I'm sorry, so she sat on a tuffet, is that the right point? No, 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 that, okay, that, she's different. got a great story, too. <laughs> <laughs> so she, her name's uh, Miss Muffet, she's uh-huh. a little lady, she's yeah. a little, little Miss Muffet. Now she sat on a tuffet. What's a tuffet? Well, you know, like an ottoman. Yeah, kind of an ottoman I've type never, of I've never heard anybody say I want to get a tuffet. Well, I it's think... tougher, no, but the reason is... What came first, Muffet or tuffet? Well, here's the thing, <laughs> little Miss Muffet sat on an ottoman doesn't work. <laughs> right, yeah. You know? So it's got to be the little Miss little Miss Schmademan sat on an ottoman <laughs> eating her curd and whey, which is like some kind of porridge. I yeah. And then along came a, a spider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty scary. When you think about it. Was it Toby Maguire? <laughs> and well, she Spider-Man, kissed him upside sorry. down. Is that what? I, yeah. <laughs> I saw you guys were talking about this earlier, but uh, what, I, what Drew Hastings was when he called in for the. Um, the book reading I saw Toby Maguire after Cider I think it was after Cider House Rules it was one of the smaller movies before he'd done Spider-Man and you could just see him sitting with a newspaper in a coffee shop pr- trying to see if he was being looked at oh man I've seen so many people do that I do oh. now um, <laughs> is that Frank Caliendo it certainly is. Oh, time now for things we learned. Brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones that get it done. I asked Frank to do an impression of someone he can't do. Um, and Beautiful. He's, he's having trouble uh, grappling with. We'll do that again tomorrow. Uh, I mentioned that uh, uh, there was a thing with Gronk. You, you trick had the story. Gronk, I guess, doesn't get along with. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. Belichick doesn't get along with Gronk's trainer, who's also Tom Brady's trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently this guy, uh, he gives uh, transfusions of unicorn blood oh, to cool. Tom, Tom Brady every fall. Uh, Frank does a great Mel Kuyper Jr., kind of obscure NFL draft expert, who's apparently a great guy in real life. Uh, Josh is uh, trying to push the so-called Spam Museum. No one seems <laughs> to have much interest. It's a great place. John Madden is 82 okay. today. Happy birthday, John Madden. Hey! Good to see you. Thanks, John. Enjoy the raisins. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. It's the Bob and Tom Show. We're just waiting for the cast to actually show up for work. 
Here's more Bob and Tom Extra. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Are we cool? <laughs> you and me cool, Tom. <laughs> Are we cool? We're cool. We're cool. We're not cool. Not cool. And it's I think poop. Coo's it's another poop, level. not poo. I Coo's another level. Just got a letter. From, we were talking about, uh, first of all, let's introduce ourselves. This is the Bob and Tom Show. That's Ace. That's Chick. That's comedian Dwight Slade, one of my favorites. That's Josh. Hi. That's Christy. This is Hi. Tom. We were talking about uh, salad bars and stuff and buffets. And, yeah. And I do like a salad bar. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, I uh, there was some news story about these guys growing radishes and cucumbers in Antarctica, and it's a big deal. And I don't know. I think I could live without radishes. But then I was pointed out horseradish, and I do love that, so we're good there. But we were talking about buffets and salad bars, et cetera. Just got a note from someone suggesting that uh, – not telling, telling me the story. They were at a, a salad bar, and they saw someone – Taste one of the items with a spoon, put it in their mouth, and put the spoon back. Oh, okay. no, that no didn't way. happen. You know what? I bet it did. I bet it did. And that people are high. Can They're do. high. They're so stoned. <laughs> oh, Everybody's no. high or stoned. I think they just have bad manners. No, but you've got to be high to think that the, that, that would be okay. Yeah, or just a garbage person. What does this dressing taste like? Thumb in it. Oh. No, I'll get the next one. Huh? What I don't like is getting behind the person who can't operate the tongs properly. <laughs> and they're trying to shake the cucumber slices into three instead of just take just take seven of them. <laughs> I can throw the rest out. They're growing in Antarctica. They're growing everywhere. We got them. We got plenty. Uh, we have to move forward here. We have been promising to hear about uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Love Weird Al. we got to do this bird story you brought up. Two New York City men arrested Wednesday at JFK for illegally smuggling, allegedly, finches from Guyana. 26 of the little birds were found stuffed in hair curlers and placed (laughs) in the socks of the defendants. Think about that. So how big are these hair curlers? Well, they're they're hair curlers. How big are the finches? Hair curlers are different sizes. There's Hair the purple kind. The purple are pretty big. The little blue ones <laughs> are about like that. And okay. then are The finches sizes. are about as, about the size of the inside of a hair curler, Chick. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that they bring so are, finches? So finches are small. They're not cool. Finches are small. And so, they bring so the, them here. So the name here. Peter Finch was kind of an insult, really. No. Uh, I, not necessarily. It'd be named like Dick Tiny. <laughs> Why do you think they're importing finches, Josh? What is it with you? Uh, underground size of their unit. I'm going to I'm going to guess deal? underground supper clubs. Underground singing competitions. What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not fight club, but it's singing. They're finch contest. The first rule yes. of sing club: you don't sing about sing club. Um, don't sing about sing club anymore. The individual they keep finches to enter them into singing competitions. Those attending competitions wager on the birds, and a finch who wins can sell for more than $5,000. This is amazing. I am not making this up, kids. bull crap. They're doing something else with them. This is an ABC News story. I'm with Tom on this. They're sticking them in their butts. No, no they're yeah. not. I didn't say that. Oh, you're, I'm looking at oh, the, the old same finch story. pinch. They're often the these contests are often conducted in public areas like parks. Two finches sing, and a judge selects the bird determined to have the best voice. Apparently, finches from Guyana have is this, better singing. Is this voices. among Americans, or is this some uh, Im- imported from, peoples of a different culture? That, I believe. Uh, this is so weird. Yep. 
God. An individual willing to smuggle finches into the United States from Guyana can earn so a large is, profit so like, by selling the birds in the New York area. This wow. is the artistic version of a cockfight. Right. Yes. That's a, right. Exactly. You got birds, but instead of. They're not wow. fighting. They're singing it out. Is so, that, seriously, is this from, is this, a, is there a particular country that these people come from that this is emerged from? A, it, I mean, yeah. It doesn't oh, say where the, the gentlemen are from. Victor Benjamin, 72, of Brooklyn, and Insaf Ali, 57, of the Bronx, um, apparently. Okay, inside the, the world? Defendants. What is it? Inside so the Birdmen of Queens is what they call yeah. them. The, and these two guys have been involved in. Competitive underground finch singing competitions. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Since they moved from Guyana in See? the early eighties. Oh, so this is from people from Guyana. They have the better. Okay, finches. that makes sense. This is fascinating. Yes, it is. I agree. And the picture of these two guys—it looks like they're two MMA fighters. These guys look pissed and angry. They're bent over, glaring at these oh, little yeah. birds. Right. Finches are in a little cage. Yeah. I wonder how you get them to sing. Well, I love you, finches. You squeeze you, you beat them just probably. enough. <laughs> I showed up with a crow in one of these showdowns. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of dirty looks. I bet. But I think, you know, a little squeezing like, <laughs> Okay, it's your French's turn. Go ahead. Well, no, you, 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 this you, is you, from... you laugh, but there you've heard about these stories of these fishing competitions where there are people that smuggle in fish. Right. Or they have scuba divers down there attaching them to them. I mean, this could get serious. This is in the New York Times, Tom. And you'll know as soon as I start reading, it's in the Times. Roy Hanarian cut the lusty Hellcat engine of his Dodge Challenger. Already hate it. Well, nice. And gently lifted the birdcage from the Ooh, front seat. I like seat. a nice Hellcat. Mr. Okay. Harinarian, a heating and air conditioning repairman from Brooklyn, joined a procession of middle-aged men in fedoras and caps, cradling wood poles and cages, streaming into a pocket-sized park in Richmond Hill, Queens, on a recent Sunday morning for the competitive chestnut-bellied seed finch singing competition. This is incredible. It's great, though. I mean, I'm glad that yeah, people man. have... It just shows the, what These a guys great world it is if people are into this. Well, that's fine, but this is illegal. Ostensibly, right. No, no, it's, no, it's illegal to smuggle them in. I'm sure if you get their papers, you can probably... The Times says it's a... <laughs> papers. Yeah, sure. There's Let finch me. papers? You think Let you me. could get them... Let me see your papers. Oh, I'm sure they have papers Ostensibly, lining the bottom of the cages. Yeah. It, I knew a, you'd go down the vulgar road. Look, this bird doesn't look so good, does That's it? a dead bird. <laughs> it's a battle of the birds, but there's just as much grandstanding by their male handlers. Many hail from Guyana, others Trinidad, Tom Suriname, hand up. Tom. Brazil. I, yes, Tom. I have a serious question. What? So these guys were caught smuggling finches into JFK. Right. Okay, into, into, into New York. Do the, do the customs people have... Like sniffer cats, <laughs> so don't, I don't don't bring me the sniffer dog. I want the I want the sniffer cat. The this cat. cat comes out. Wow! He meows twice. Well, I think it's probably this. Do they coming do, out? Again. No, I'm not trying to be mean here, but do they have to anesthetize? Anesthetize? What's the word? Anesthetize. Kill them. Kill them. Do they have to gas them or something so they don't start? Tweeting when they're not tweeting. The, 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 I don't know they how don't they chirping. Sing. I guess chirping, chirping is the new word to use here. Maybe. Oh, and give themselves away. Maybe yeah, they so, don't you know, the guys, they're in these. This sounds curlers. like something from a Jerry Lewis movie where he's smuggling in the finches and they're in his socks. And they all have. Of a sudden his I think feet they have singing. tiny little rubber bands they put over their beaks like uh, lobster claws. <laughs> how do they breathe? <laughs> they don't. They breathe through their nose holes. If they they start singing, <laughs> yeah. Birds breathe through their nose holes? I'm yeah. sure they can. They have two nose holes no right idea. above their, right on their top. Maybe like when people. they're confined in these curlers, it, they feel c- comfortable so they don't make yeah, maybe any they noise. Sleep. 
They may oh, be sleep. I don't know. This is a, this. Who knew that this existed? Here this we go. Ready? Although no it is much gentler than cockfighting, the sport has a seedy side. Customs agents <laughs> at JFK began uncovering birds zipped into suitcase <laughs> linings, to, uh, toilet paper rolls, inside socks, pantyhose, specially tailored pants. Uh, the discoveries prompted agents at United States Fish and Wildlife to start what would become an eight-year investigation nicknamed Operation G-Bird. <laughs> that, that focused on illegal smuggling of these prize competitors, and some of the most, uh, the best singing ones, I guess, are endangered species. And that wow. Oh, there we go. And they will sell for $5,000. Yeah, and more. If wow. you're a good singer. Yeah, who knew? Exactly, who knew? And they don't want like, them to go through the quarantine process with customs because one of the handlers, and they, he said that we all agree the birds are not the same after they go through quarantine. When they come back, their voices, their song is different. Wow. What? <laughs> okay. But they, 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 this is in the New York Times. So they, they, get to, they get to hang around too many Americans and it changes their I life. I don't know what's happening they there. They aren't singing but... in Spanish anymore? They're... Wouldn't you watch this documentary? Absolutely. Yes. She's been in America too long. <laughs> it's it's just started it as you don't know what it is. They're smuggling guns or it's something and then it's the birds. Used to be guys, yeah. And they end up dying sometimes while being smuggled. Well, sure. Well, sure. Yeah. That's like the worst magic show ever. And now... <laughs> I pull on the hat and I, we see a, a, a dead finch. Uh-oh. Thump. <laughs> Thump. <laughs> Whack. Uh, couple little quiz things for you. Uh, this is for you, uh, Dwight. Shoot. Can you identify this? Up in the sky, a man in a plane. The Red Baron and Snoopy. Darn right there it is. There you go. Remember this, Christy? Yeah, Up I remember in this. The sky, a man in a Didn't plane. they have a second hit? Yeah, the Red Baron strikes again. <laughs> no, it, it's no, got to be the was, cr- sure. Christmas and Red uh, Snoopy or something. Yeah, I, I don't think they had any any hits that didn't re- contain Snoopy. Snoopy? Yeah, okay. no, and they no were what the Baron. Royal Guardsmen? Is mm-hmm. that what it was? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, um, th- why am I playing this one? Why? 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 I know. Do you know, Christy? Why, why, why? Why am I playing it? I don't know. Because that band is Slade. Mm. Oh, my God. For Dwight Slade. And when you when, don't you have this playing when you take the stage? An amen so not that Wrong one. song. <laughs> I, I should. I have never thought about it. That's the original. That's the yeah. Naughty Holder and Slade version of Come On and Feel the Noise right. as opposed to the hit Quiet version Riot. by Quiet Riot years later. Slate only had one hit in America. What they was did, it? What was that? Run, run away. Oh, well, that'll be something fairly obscure. And Dwight and Chick were both right. Snoopy versus the Red Baron, and then Snoopy's Christmas, but then the return of the Red Baron. Yeah. That's all they... That, that, oh, they those, based their career on old Snoopy, yeah, They huh? really tri- tripled down, yeah. So are they... <laughs> Are those guys on some kind of sad tour this summer? <laughs> you know, state fair after county fair. You know, playing the, with uh, the some Red other Baron tour. Some other really obscure sponsored band. by the pizza place. <laughs> when you're done with your bungee jump, why don't you come over and take a little thing of the Red Baron group? <laughs> no, it's the Royal Guardsmen. I laugh, but it's probably Are they British. Who knows? Originally known as the Possmen, P-O-S-M-E-N. The what? Ocala, Florida-based sextet 
adopted their Anglophile moniker during the British invasion. Oh, there you go, Krista. Uh-huh. So it seemed like they were British. But they were from Florida. Oh. Are they still doing gigs? Yeah, they're touring with the 1910 Fruit Gum Company. They had to split all that money six ways. Is that what you said? Then maybe they're out there with the Kingsman. People keep shouting, Louie, Louie, it's coming! Their first single, Baby Let's Wait, yeah. Failed to reach national success. Yeah, no teens want to hear a song about waiting. <laughs> the group's second uh, record, Snoopy versus the Red Baron, reached number two in the Billboard Hot Ooh. 100, remaining the best sellers for 12 weeks. Wow. Yeah. And it was a gold record. Wow. What year? Uh, 1967, mm. February 67. Here's a song you won't hear from the 1910 Fruit Gum Company played anymore. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Indian giver. Oh, I doubt. I doubt that's being aired. You're not yummy, yummy, yummy. I've got love in my tummy. That always seemed kind of creepy. I don't think that's them, Josh. I think we have an assignment. Now. Oh, that's not them. Let's come up with hits that are now so politically incorrect, <laughs> and it would be a collection. Is that the Archies? Maybe? Oh, 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 yes, I think oh, it is the Archies. Oh. Hold it. Wait a minute. The Royal Guardsmen, as of 2006. Had an offering out there. It was Baby Let's Wait, Snoopy and the Red Baron song, Snoopy's Christmas. Snoopy for president in 1968. Uh, wow. Then they brought back Snoopy for president in 72. Snoopy for then, president. Oh, man. And then in 2006, they they tried Snoopy versus Osama. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes, they did. It was not successful. Guys, <laughs> sit down, because we got a problem here. <laughs> we really misgaged this song. <laughs> we put all of our life savings into this Osama bin. Well, it appears America's not ready for a song about a dog fighting public enemy number one. <laughs> Maybe we should go we for it. We didn't do anything wrong, fellas. It's America. You're listening to Bob and Tom Extra. I'd like to sing you a song. That could probably change your life, but I don't have one, (laughs) so I'll just sing this. (laughs) She don't have a boyfriend, and she don't really care. She's always real happy, she's got a grin from ear to ear. She don't need no alcohol to find her happy spot. She found that a long time ago, and buddy, she goes there a lot. Bean flicking, flicking her bean, <laughs> knocking one out like a beauty queen. No time for love, cause it's too much work. Just a flicking her bean where she won't get hurt. Flicking her bean where she won't get hurt. Go on, flick it, girl. Well, here she comes and there she goes. Dancing around on her tippy toes. Have you ever seen a woman just smile like that after sitting at home and just a rubbing that cat? It ain't over when she gets back home. She'll be flicking that thing until the cows come home. Bean flicking, flicking her bean. Knocking one out like a beauty queen. No time for love, cause it's too much work. Just a flicking her bean where she won't get hurt. Flicking her bean where she won't get hurt. Flicky, 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 flicky,
We know what you need. Here's another healthy dose of Bob and Tom Extra. <clears throat> wow, things have changed just a little bit since we last saw you. <sighs> we didn't. We don't really. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm, unless you're a VIP, you don't really see us. Okay, several, go ahead. Several pubic hairs light. Ah. What, what happened, happened to you? Zipper? Zipper mishap? Zipper incident. Sorry. Maybe Zipper you should trim those back. Oh, be careful. Yes, so, be careful. That's he's what so happy he finally has pubic hair. I think yeah, I'm not getting rid of any of it. It took me a long time to get it. These yeah. babies are staying, except there for the... Go. Sorry. Shouldn't talk about my personal life like that. Things are a little bit... Where are we? Oh, I know. This is uh, the Bob and Tom program. We are in the Napa Auto Parts studios. I'll go in alphabetical order. ABC. That's Ace, our engineer over there. Worked out again. That's uh, Chick McGee. That is comedian Dwight Slade. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dwight. <laughs> that is uh, that is that is Josh Arnold. That's Christy, and I am Tom. Thanks very much for joining us, Dwight. Um, I'm angry already. Uh, Ooh, you're is, angry. Dwight is a man of a certain age. You have not has not aged at all. Not Tom a single gray hair. It's very nice. Slender, <laughs> lean, it's handsome. Bathe in placenta. I, yeah. I, I believe it. I drink stem cell smoothies. Yes. Very California thing to do. Whatever I can do. Well, to welcome back to the show. Dwight is one of oh, my favorites. Happy to have you here. we got a couple things we have to get to, and then we'll see what the latest is in your life. Uh, Christy Lee is at the news desk. What have you got going on? We have on an there? update on the guy who fell through his ex's ceiling. Do you remember that story? Oh, yeah. What He's a dumbass. In the attic spying on idiot. her. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, she was with her new boyfriend, let's, remember? Let's, let's bring what Dwight up to speed. What kind of a stupid fool would fall, drop, through, the... fall through a See, ceiling? Now, you weren't here, so let me, let me do okay. the story. So this guy uh, apparently was hiding in the, uh, attic. In the attic of his uh, ex-girlfriend's house. Stock they hear some. <laughs> they hear this noise. Her her boyfriend is there with her. Her current boyfriend. Her current boyfriend. Right. And they the guy they go in the next room and this guy's legs are dangling <laughs> from the ceiling. So the new boyfriend pulls the guy down, and they get into a massive fight. So that's where we. I don't know. That was that's the story. La- that was earlier this week. Yes. And, and where's the weird part in all this? <laughs> well, I, I, we could pause for a moment. And I, well, you weren't here, Chick, when this happened. But I, I said you have on this on, on two different occasions. You have fallen through. Yes. Where, the, but the, in, in I both fell cases, a garage ceiling once, and I fell through a bathroom ceiling. Did you fall all the way through? No, fortunately, I fell. Uh, um, each foot was on uh, either side of a joist, so my uh, testicles broke my fall. Oh, good. Yeah, so, that's good. Uh, yeah. There was no problem. And, and we were saying you had a bruise. Uh, <laughs> it was gorgeous. For months. Yeah. All the colors red, orange, oh, yellow, that's lovely. green, yeah. blue, indigo, violet. It was if lovely. you don't know anything about the way construction works, um, when you're uh, up in an attic, you want to be walking on those beams or joists yeah. because if you walk on the what looks like drywall, it is, and you'll go right through. Drywall is really. More or less decorative. <laughs> it's not really yes, structurally. The structural, the structural yeah. qualities of drywall somewhat limited. <laughs> okay, Thank so you. back to the guy from Kansas who fell through the ceiling, right? Yes. He's been arrested again, this time for allegedly stealing clothes. According to the Selena Journal, Tyler Bergkamp was receiving treatment at Selena Salina General uh, Regional Health Center for the They that call it fall. Selena Salina? They do. Here at Tomato Tomato <laughs> University. <laughs> is, it, is it Salina, Ohio or Salina? It's, this is Kansas. Salina, Kansas. Salina, Kansas. It's Salinas in the uh, song, right? Yeah, it's a, and that's a different Janice word. Janice Joplin, somewhere near and Salinas. And that's a totally different word. Tyler different apparently place. fled the hospital Tuesday and broke into a woman's nearby home. 
She discovered a hospital gown on her bed and noticed clothing had been disturbed. Ugh. Authorities arrested Mr. Bergkamp a short time later and found that he was wearing the woman's T-shirt. The 25-year-old now faces charges in both cases. Oh, this is a different woman, Christy? Yeah, this is a different woman who lived near the hospital where he and, was being treated. Apparently. Okay, and do we know, was it a mental hospital of some sort? Or? No, I just had a regional center. So I was, Okay. No, he was he was at a regular hospital because he had yeah. the crap beaten out of him and he fell right. down. He was in the hospital for that? Yes. Yeah. That's well, the whole... Remember the story? Gotcha. I don't okay. have the other story, but... Early, yeah, he fell through... The guy, he fell down and the guy, his legs were sticking out. Right. The then he got in a fight. Right. Pulled him down the Then side he goes to the hospital. Yeah, he, he leaves the hospital. treated. He, he snuck out of the hospital. <laughs> right, to do another creepy yeah. thing. Okay. What, what happened to the good days of stalking? You know, these amateur stalkers are out there. When mm-hmm. I was a young stalker, yeah. mm-hmm. we stayed in the bushes where we were supposed to, <laughs> peeking through the window. Sure. That's right. That's right. Maybe no pants on. It's optional. We're not climbing up into the attic. <laughs> You're a gentleman about it. Yeah. Oh, he wanted what are we, the Anne Frank of, of stalking over here? Get out of the attic. Yeah. I'm guessing that the guy was wearing... Oh, maybe this is your thought. The, the, the clothing he was wearing would identify him as a patient. Yeah, he was wearing a hospital gown. So yeah. That he had to really... go steal some normal sure. clothes. Yes. And maybe he chose a nice ensemble from this lady. And right. I wonder if he had her panties on. Who knows? It said just her T-shirt. Okay. I don't know. Oh, Porky Piggin' it. Donald Duck Doesn't this, it. Yeah, maybe. Wouldn't this be – this guy could be a really good guy in a rom-com, you know, one of those romantic like, comedy movies and – he, there's some reason he was there. And Just then, the worst misunderstandings yes. ever. Yeah, yeah. This sounds that's like funny. A, like a wacky misunderstanding, and he was really doing something nice when he fell through the ceiling. <laughs> right. I doubt it. What, like running cable or? Well, he had he had heard he that his her crazy. current boyfriend was sort of a ne'er do well, ah. and so he was. She was a being, layabout. Yeah, maybe yeah. She, maybe they had set him up to be dropped for something he didn't do, and he's trying to. This is a good movie. Yeah, right it's here. actually not a bad movie. That'd be funny. Yeah. No, it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it might be a bad movie, but uh, okay. okay. Who do you who, you, who are you it. casting as this guy? Um, uh, maybe a Paul Rudd. He's Something. too old, I think. You think you got to go? Oh, there. really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, um, I'm somewhere Paul Rudd. What the hell did I do? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I'm too old? What are you trying? Well, to I love do? Paul, but I mean, maybe he could be the investigating officer. I'm not sure. Who would the lady be? Mm. Kristen uh, Stewart. What's her name? Who's Dax Shepard's wife? Oh, not bad, man. That's a good great. choice. Kristen good. Bell. Kristen Bell. And actually, Dax Shepard could be the guy. There you go. Because he's yeah. such a lovable. And he, he, could play the, uh, he could play the boyfriend stalking. Is that what you're talking about? And then yeah. the new boyfriend would be... Someone evil. Like Jeremy the, Piven. Oh, that's old, well, older evil. Not someone who's evil in real life. She doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not suggesting Mr. Piven. No, I am. He plays a great bad guy. I don't Me know. Too. Is Jeremy a bad guy? Colossal prick, apparently. I had oh, no idea. Gigantic, I, massive. He's I all no, I've never met the I've guy. never met him either, so I, I, I can't speak from person. Uh, I've talked to him. And, uh, personal experience. I can, uh, okay. Okay, so we've got an, so we've turned this uh, we've turned this into a nice happy story. I don't. I, I I would wish that that were the case, but I have. And they, can't you see Uh-oh. that where Dax Shepard's legs are sticking down? He's just crushed his balls on a joist. He's got and, those long and then the, legs. The guy gets too. a, a guy gets a, a wiffle ball bat and he's beating him like a pinata. <laughs> oh! You know the way you chuckled when you said crushed his balls. <laughs> You've obviously never had your balls crushed. Paul Rudd and uh, Dax Dax Shepard are six years apart. See, perfect. Um, <laughs> Is that your okay? Yeah. Okay. I Somebody's love lying about their age. Dax Shepard seventy five, Paul Rudd sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's wiki. Let's uh, let's find out what's going on with our guest's uh, life right now. Dwight Slade, uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I, two adult children, 
that's that true. Probably yeah. look older than you. <laughs> um, and uh, you, but am I correct in saying you are married again? You have a new. Uh... Yeah, I, I'm uh, married. Uh, this is our third year. Uh, I proposed uh, four years ago on April 1st. The best day to propose, by the way, because you have all bases covered. Yeah. You're on one knee. Will you marry me? No. Well, April Fool's woman. <laughs> Take this ring back to the truck stop where I bought it. Uh, good move. So, so things are going good, although she did install her own printer cartridges the other day, and I'm worried about my usefulness in the relationship. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> because tech issues were a major support of the system. Of, and, sure. Uh, you know, it's nice to hear from your lady, but it's like, I really missed you, and I bought a new router. <laughs> okay. Well, this thing's on then. Uh, she's younger than I am, uh, young enough that now, of course, we have to take 15 extra minutes in order to go anywhere because I have to pick her up at daycare. That's young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's it. That, 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 that is younger. She's a, she's a young girl. Yes. 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 <laughs> By well, girl, you're, I mean, you're among friends. Yes. That's <laughs> okay. Oh, um, and are you, are you a uh, tech-savvy guy? Uh, as, as I need to be. Um, Although I did lay some cable recently up in the attic, and it did not go well at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got a phone call from Paul Rudd. He said, "Don't do it." <laughs> well, Chick's our cable guy over there. Oh, I'm, uh, when this uh, dog and pony show's over, if I don't die first, I'm gonna I'm gonna work for uh, yeah. I'm gonna install cable and sound systems and stuff. That's what I'm gonna do. Well, I know cable companies. I love been, it. Been living at my house, so you're gonna come over. Huh. And, uh, did get they trained. ever get that fixed? Uh, it's kind of. Uh, we'll we'll move on. Christy Lee is at the Bomb and Tom News Desk. What have you got over there? A pizza delivery man in Kentucky, a hero. He rescued a man from a house fire last Sunday night. Donato's pizza delivery driver, Ralph Lettner, was taking a pizza to a Somerset <laughs> mobile home park. Wait a minute. Why, why, did, why did you say it like uh, Area man, Ralph Lettner. The guy's a hero. Yeah, Give that's him a break. real name. <laughs> no, what threw me is Donato's Pizza Delivery, because Donato's I thought you bought at the store, so it kind of threw me for a second. Oh, okay. No, no there's one right up here. Yeah, Donato's is a dine-in place. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it You're started th- in Columbus, Ohio. They're one of the pizza places that has a drive-thru. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa, oh. when did that start? Oh, they have the really thin, thin crust, don't they, the Donato's? Yeah, yeah. Edge, edge okay. pepperoni. Yeah, here's oh, yeah, here's yeah. the story. Yeah, You're right. I'm looking at it uh, um, from he said the Associated he was Press. It was Donato's. Taking a pizza to a Somerset mobile home park when he saw the fire. Lettner says he ran inside, shut off the breaker, and found the homeowner, Jesse Decker, trying to put out flames. Lettner said, I got down on my hands and knees because the smoke was everywhere, made my way back into his kitchen and got him to go out his front door. Wow. Mr. Decker says Lettner is a hero for saving his life. Firefighters said an electrical problem caused the fire. Wow. So he was in a a manufactured housing home. Well, good for him. Yeah. Real hero. Yeah. I heard it took the uh, fire department 30 minutes to get there, so it was free. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's, uh, they got to honor that. Oh, wait a minute. That's, that's, that's a different that's, company. That's Domino's. See, Sorry, I the joke confused. doesn't work. They're Thanks Domino's, for laughing anyway. DiGiorno's, Donato's. Yeah, that's why I got confused. Yeah, there are a lot of them. Yes. You have a D in your name. You have to have a Domino's, pizza place. DiGiorno, okay. Isn't there, isn't there another one with a D? What's the one that has the two, the two packs that are about the size of a volleyball? No, no one. Okay, never mind. <clears throat> volleyball. You know, they, they're two to a pack. Two little personal oh, pizzas. Round yeah. one, Red Baron, I think. Makes oh, that's Red Baron. Yeah, that's little round pizza. That starts with a, a D. Hang when you say second. that's Red Baron. Hang on a second. Here's one of the fattest things I've ever done. I can identify frozen pizzas <laughs> <laughs> just by a brief 
description by my coworker. Oh, the Vegas description. <laughs> I the Kenny. Vegas. I can eyeball any pizza in the frozen food case. Those are great pizzas. Those you ever had those? No. Shows? Red Baron. They're sure. Very very good. Yes. I like the Tombstone too. Those I are... like the. I like those. Uh, those uh, TV commercials, Red Baron. They have the creepy Red Baron and the Red Baron outfit having dinner with the lady. Oh, with yeah. the scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Baron. Start something weird tonight. Or something. I don't know. What, <laughs> I'm not sure that's the <laughs> dialogue. <laughs> actually, do you like the song Snoopy versus the Red Baron? I love this. Um, isn't there a Christmas version of that? Dan Tony thirty four. Oh, dude, fifty or more. No, that's Tom doesn't Bear. like it. Can you oh, tell by his sarcasm? Right. Yeah, apparently, not. Yeah. it's a great song. No, I I enjoyed it. I was singing. That's I was trying to do my. What was it like? The what were they? What were they called? The, the Knights Royal of, Guardsmen. Oh, yes, the Royal Guardsmen. Yeah, we can find. How that. do I know that? Crap? I don't know. <laughs> now, uh, yes, Ace. Oh, speaking of which, I checked with iTunes. The music of DeBarge up two hundred percent. Oh, yesterday, if we were talking about it? Uh, uh, that's some good stuff. Is it any wonder? I must confess it, girl. I like this is not my favorite. More hooks than a tackle box. <laughs> How do you get up that high? Well, you get a wrench and you go at your testicles. God, that's great. Now, we had played a bunch of great songs yesterday. Uh, I'm going to do a little quiz now for our guest comedian. Dwight Slade is oh, hanging no. out with us. Oh, boy. Dwight is a uh, veteran. Oh, that's right. Oh, I have a question for Dwight. Oh, no. Shoot. Well, where did you start out your comedy career? Uh, Houston, Texas. <laughs> where? Houston, Texas. Houston? Houston. 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 <laughs> Dwight Houston. just gave us the laugh of the uh, very Did I walk into that one? <laughs> Man. So, he, he, yeah. He's on the road. It was really tired. And it's like, yeah. okay. There's about 30 running gags on this show that have so, run out of gas. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they they are no longer we're funny. behind the car pushing it. They are now just annoying. That's one of them. <laughs> the um, other one would be? Oh, there's so many. Um, I mean, you've got your Godzilla. You've got your- well, Tom. Why don't we say hi to our? Yeah, guests? why don't we say hi to our guest? Thank you, Josh, for reading Son my mind. Well, Dwight, why don't you say hi to Tom? I feel like a pinata. <laughs> I really do. Like hung up, and everyone take a shot at him. Go ahead. I don't know. You might be able to identify this. Actually, go oh. ahead. Say hi to me. Hi. Hello there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Do you know who that is? Uh, one more time. Hello there. Okay, yeah, I don't know his name, but it rings a bell. Describe him. Uh, uh, disheveled slob. <laughs> yeah, short little chubby uh, guy with wild hair. Well, he had yeah. wild hair before anybody had wild hair. Uh-huh. Passed away 60s. recently. Oh, uh, Marty. Yes, yep, Marty right. Allen. Marty Allen. Yeah, very good. I just love yes, that. Yeah, the bargain yeah, basement, Tom. Martin and Lewis. Marty Allen and Steve Ross. Play the song. Yeah. Play it. Got to play, play it. it now. Go. Well, this when we heard about this sad event, um, <laughs> don't act like you're put out having to play the song that you love. God. I, we have been bombarded by this song. Oh, I just I love certain styles of music. Just and this style, really? Yeah. So yeah. listen, listen it's to the style. Yeah. irritating and awful. Uh-huh. Oh, see, guitar players often make the mistake of thinking that lead guitar is what's happening, and they're wrong. Rhythm guitar is where it's at. Uh, oh, oh, no, some of the greatest bands. It's all about the rhythm guitar. Listen to go. the guitar on this one. And, the, of course, the vocals speak for themselves. Hello there, hello there, hello there. Everybody go be saying hello there. Hello there, hello there. Isn't that great? Hello there. Oh, he is, he is chewing on that thing. Hello there. 
Oh, the way the guitar goes. Dang, dang, dang. <laughs> it's not some guy new. In just moments, more Bob and Tom Extra. Bet you can't wait, huh? Here's some extra. This is Bob and Tom Extra. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks very much for joining us. We are live in the Napa Auto Parts studios. There we go. Now we're getting in the groove. I'm feeling, feeling, feeling real good. We got uh, a guy wearing a big red tuxedo in the room. He is comedian Chris Bowers. Hello. Also, we have Josh Arnold. I see him right there. Hey. Christy Lee Womanning, the news desk. Hi, everybody. And uh, Chick McGee, your sports buddy. At the Bob and Tom Sports Best Desk. Hi, sports buddy. Hi. In the Napa Auto Parts studios, getting ready for Friday, of course, our Napa Tool of the Week coming up. Now, uh, we have to get back. We ought to bring uh, Chris up to speed on this. We have this kind of ridiculous story. And I just watched the video of this, which we're going to put on our uh, our app here so you can see this. When you, uh, it's, it's I, I, I say it's not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> You think so? That's what well, they look like. Well, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I see. Well, no, yeah. It's a now. Here's the story, real quick. Uh, you've been to the Japanese steakhouses. Sure. There's yeah, a, the, yeah, the yeah, Benihana yeah. chain. Yeah, there are yeah, lots yeah. of them. And yeah. as a general rule, they've got great food, and they're mm-hmm. really fun. Mm-hmm. Great for the kids. They make they make you know big. They make big fire. Yeah. But yeah. They, they've got the they've got the onion thing, the sure, volcano, sure, sure. and the choo choo train. They, yep. Then they take the hot shrimp and they heave it in your mouth. Yeah, that's sexual assault. I don't know if you know that. But oh, if you, not, so this guy claims right in my mouth. This guy claims it was sexual assault and. We have the we have the exact same doll. Yeah, that they used. It certainly and is. If you haven't seen this thing. It's a, it stands up on its own. It's now probably, we have all the facts. <laughs> it's probably eight inches tall, and it's like a little looks like a little boy with a cap on wearing shorts. And then when you pull his pants down, Christy, mm-hmm. d- duck, don't squirt me again. I'm not going to squirt you, duck. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, right right all, over. All, all over. I, I got it on Josh. I'm not going to squirt you again. <laughs> I squirted Josh. Did I get you again? No, it, yes, it went all over her. Yeah. Yeah. That's gravity. Not a drop don't, on don't, don't sue me. As it's gravity. As would say, gravity. gravity is a cruel mistress. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but as you can see, as you can see, there's no actual genitalia. Sure, sure, sure. It's like a squirt gun. Right. Yeah, yeah. And there it's is a, a hole, though. And it's, it's There like is a hole. So it's like a lady. Well, not. But it's clearly a little boy. Could be a lady. Now we're getting. How do we know? No, see, now you're you're talking like this guy's lawyer. So this guy claims that when they did this little thing, that they do it. They well, probably they used to do it. All these yeah, Japanese steak, steakhouses. It's a joke. Sure. It's sure. funny. The kids laugh. Yeah. This guy uh, apparently he paid for the meal, left, and then he came back a half hour later. Wanted him to comp the meal, which they wouldn't do. Then he called nine one one. We heard part of the nine one one call. I'll play just a little bit of it for you again. It's uh, pretty hilarious, actually. Here we go. Nine one one emergency. Here's my situation. I'm at the Wasabi Japanese Steakhouse off of seventy eight A in Murfreesboro. Okay. The chef, the chef here that was doing our meal at the end of the meal pulled out this little freaking doll with his pants down and he shot water on my wife out of his now, I would make the argument that you know when he used that word, right? that's, he was that's sexual assault, assault to, to the, the operator. operator. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. That's more offensive. And if you see this guy, he looks kind of like um, a combination of Bob Seger in 1976 and with, a big with, with, with the mullet and a professional wrestler. Yeah. Unfortunately, his wife looks just like him, but a little bigger and with blonde hair. Yeah, she looks a little like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Genetically, oh, she does come genetically out. she's yeah. a female. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> but uh, if you this guy, be careful what you're saying about these. People. I was just going to say that 
I mean, if all they wanted was a free dinner, let them have a free dinner. But if you do that, and that maybe that admits wrongdoing in some yeah. legal way, so maybe well, the restaurant couldn't give them free dinner. I, love, I believe it was the, what's the is the movie uh, the phrase "lighten up, Francis." Yeah, well, stripes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Come on, really. I love how people quote the law. That's my favorite thing. In, in, in Texas, Texas this would be a sec- no. It really wouldn't be, dude. That's my favorite thing about that. That Donnie does is the state law thing because everybody state thinks law. everything's yeah. a state yeah, law. Yeah. It just makes me laugh every time because it's like no, I it's pay not. My it's, taxes. It's, That's it's, another one. Yeah. Well, this poor guy that this hardworking guy owns this place, Johnny Huang. If you ever been to these places, <laughs> these people are working hard. Right, right, right. right. Sure. And, and it's they get up there and they're doing the show again. It's then a fifteenth show of the day, and the guy's chopping. I'm surprised these guys don't slash their carotid artery and end it all. <laughs> well, I'm going to land face down on this hot silver <laughs> stove top. And there's probably a bunch of kids that would cry if they didn't see the thing at the of end. Which, oh, they loved it. They right? had to That's their it. favorite thing. And oh, if they didn't yeah. see the kid, then they would like literally well, bum uh, out the whole city. Do you want to hear from Johnny Huang? Sure. <laughs> He's the owner of the restaurant. Like the hold the water, just like that. You hold the side and then push up. So water come out. The kid like it. He like a, they pay the water, they think just a water gun, kind of like a water gun, you know. The kids, he's, he's, like, it. The kids yeah. like it. It's yeah. funny. Yep. What yeah. kid doesn't think pee's funny? I've got a three-year-old. Every every phrase that comes out of her is some poop joke. They think it's well, hilarious. That's really, well, I was going to say, that's really yeah. surprising that all your kid makes well, Shut up. Thanks for coming That is, yeah. Deep in the DNA. Deep, deep. So here are the... Deep in the canal. Here are the people who allege that they were assaulted. This is courtesy of WYFF Television in Tennessee. Here we go. It peed on me. Basically. It shot water out of its penis. How's that? Out of its... Wee wee area in front of our minor children and grandchildren. It really didn't have a wiener, but you got the point. It was a sexual style assault on my wife. I mean, just because it it. didn't have a wiener. Just because somebody may cut off that little piece of plastic to say, okay, it's not there anymore, doesn't change the fact that you're getting peed on. Nobody pees on my wife but me. The fact that they have minor children and grandchildren, I think, speaks le- uh. Yeah, that's true. Good point. That's a very good point. My minor children and their children. There was 17 little kids in this room. My 16-year-old's 8-year-old. And technically, you're not getting peed on because there's no pee it's, it's in the water. water. It's, it's water. It's a joke. It's a yeah, squirt yeah. Lighten up. I feel bad they don't get the joke. I feel bad that they're uh, trying to talk in a... Uh, oh, can you imagine... In uh, an intelligent way. Can you imagine that in a court of law? Your Honor, there in was the, no uh, area. there was no actual wiener, Your Honor, in the PP area. Can you show uh, us on the wife where the doll peed on <laughs> the reverse? Good lord, <laughs> the wee wee area. Yes, that's, yeah, that's the know. technical I feel legal term. People, do you really feel yes, sorry? Yes, I do. For them? I really do. Yeah. I feel nothing. I was waiting for the guy to go into some racist rant. You know, I'm a Pearl Harbor fag. <laughs> you know, some kind of horrible <laughs> homophobic. Wow, that yeah, really I really escalated. Yeah, he, he was quoting. He was quoting. No, I'm saying uh, that's he what was that quoting. guy. That was the guy. Yeah, sure, said. No, never mind. Ah, uh, yeah. Let's move on, shall we? Just saying. This is. He's the, not for the guy. The, this for, is the. For, for the this record. is the mindset of a person like this that is utterly humorless when they go into the yeah. courtroom. Uh, Your Honor, we have the uh, PP. Uh, <laughs> 
the BP Wiener uh, plastic doll here. Plastic, uh, Just because they cut off the Wiener. <laughs> yeah, they didn't cut off the I don't think the Wiener was ever on. No. No. As you can see, they, as you yeah, can see Your Honor. That we, would be horrific we if they have one right cut here. off the Wiener of the doll. <laughs> I don't know what they do with all those cut off Wieners. They probably have them in some box back there, and those perverts just dig around. Well, but, uh, sir, wouldn't it be easier to just make the doll without the Wiener if we're going to cut them off? Anyway? Oh, no, 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 no. They cut off, they cut off the Wiener. Now, they cut off the marbles. They put them all back there. Sorry for the guy. Those chefs are back reasoning. there doing something. They probably they probably sprinkle those plastic wieners in our food. You know how much money it would save us if we could just manufacture and save all that plastic of wieners without Now Now would it have been different if it had it had a I mean what if this had been a Draymond if it had a wiener. Draymond Draymond Green. Like the like it's the, the kiss the kiss the cookie. That's what we need, baby. The, the guy drops the pants and there's this oh. huge slong. Yeah. That's, now we're, that's now we're talking. Assault. Yeah, I think yeah. That, you want to get be... peed on? We'll be on. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You want to see a wiener? I'll show you. Oh. You're listening to a little extra, Bob and Tom Extra.